0: When crisis happened, I met another person, right? And I remember going to his house. So basically, he's a family friend. And when when, when the financial crisis hit, uh, I met him and we went to his house because his brother is my friend. And when I walked in and I met him and I, when he was talking to me, oh, how are you and everything? And I started talking about my frustrations about... Um, financial crisis and I've lost everything you know and it's really bad and stuff like this and he looked at me and he said one word that hit me right on the face he said you invested in properties I invested in myself education and he walked away so that hit me right on the head um, I was like, wow, this is powerful.
1: This is Saeed al Nofeli, and welcome to Chapters of My Life podcast. I want you to imagine your past life, <laughs> right? Where should I start? Imagine you need to write your life story in form of a book already. It's a challenge, right? It's, it's, uh, frankly, it's not everyone has thought of this, as we always think, when we get older, we should write about our life then. But in fact, we have so many experiences ready to share to others. Achievements, failures to learn from, positive and negative life transitions. And if everyone asks, what is actually this chapters of my life podcast? It's these kind of stories. It's an inspiring collection of life transitions packed into a podcast audiobook format, capturing the willpower and belief of people during these important life-changing decisions. So interview innovators, athletes, entrepreneurs, changemakers to give an insight into their past life from young age till today. And maybe future untold plans. We're covering topics around sport, entrepreneurship, mindfulness, travel, nutrition, yoga, meditation and much more. Everything which leads to the present. Till today. Interviewed by me, Daniel Ludwig. And you can find me on social media at Ludwig. With a life book called Never Lose Hope, you must probably went life through plenty of ups and downs. I had Saeed Al Nofeli on my podcast. He is venture creation manager at Shira Entrepreneurship Center in Sharjah, co-founder of Maya Systems, and a very valuable colleague of mine. What most fascinates me about him is his different perspective on entrepreneurship and how to tackle problems in the field of creative thinking. He is Emirati, and to be honest, he has a not, Typical Emirati approach. Too much creative thinking and entrepreneurship. His character is shaped in particular through his stay abroad. In his teens, he lived for eight years in the UK. With that life experience from the Western mindset, going back to UAE, he brought a different perspective in the field of entrepreneurship, but also as tech co founder for a system which can be described as the Fitbit for cameras. Said is all about turning negativity into strengths, and that's what shaped his whole life. He chooses five chapters in his Chapters of My Life book called Never Lose Hope. Chapter one, called Foundation, where he explains his simple life while growing up in UAE, in a country back in the 1890s. The core that shaped his life is about chapter two, and it's all about his eight years living abroad in the UK his life to adapt to a more Western lifestyle while living in a very multicultural city. His passion for football helped him to find plenty of friends, be well integrated, though he also realized over time the UK education system has his drawbacks for him personally. He named chapter three, transition, where he describes his first few years being back in the home country in UAE aim for him was to build himself up a climb beam, a corporate ladder. Till 2008, where the economic crisis unintentionally triggered a massive wake-up call in his life. His reality check in 2008 uncovered a massive debt crisis. That was the beginning of chapter four in his life, called challenging transition. From 2008, he learned a lot about himself, in particular, how to overcome these setbacks, and how to start completely from scratch. Working full-time while studying at the same time, Said established a long-year plan to get out of that, but also to connect his culture, interest in technology, which basically lead to his current startup. After several years, among as IT technician, engineer, and team leader, his past work experience, interest in entrepreneurship, falling into place and merged. Chapter 5 called Rise Up. And it's all about his life as educator at Jira Entrepreneurship Center in Shasha, but also as co-founder of Maya Systems, an IT and networking solutions business, which among others currently focuses also on Camel Systems, a Fitbit for Camels. In other words, combining his interest in technology and entrepreneurship with his culture. Alright, shall we? Let's kickstart this long conversation with a truly inspiring tech entrepreneur from UE. This is chapters of my life book called "Never Lose Hope." Enjoy. Hey, hi, <laughs> yes, How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Thank you so much for taking the time. No, Sage, for thank you. Thank you time. for inviting me. In fact, it was red- relatively easy to catch you today because we we're working together. Yeah. At Shira Entrepreneurship Center. Um, so what we did, we you know, for the for the audience who was listening, you know, we were looking over like potential locations to record. And I thought, you know, when I work already with you uh, on this, why are we not using, you know, a place close to our work? And that it happens, we're going to be in the library here yeah. at the AUS. So so each before, and I mentioned that in the, in the intro, introduction to, uh, to the people listening, what you're currently doing, what you have done in the past, but one thing which I just couldn't forget the last one minute, just before I turned on the, the audio device, you told me that there's nothing interesting about your life to share. <laughs> Why do you think this?
0: Um... I will not say nothing interesting it's just that you know as we uh go through life and uh it's just that sometimes you don't feel it's interesting until someone reminds you that okay wow this is what you're doing or this is what you do and this is what i find interesting actually uh people's lives are interesting to know about so to learn from people and their experiences i'm not talking about you know the people who uh made the million dollar or something actually People who didn't make it or who are not known have the most interesting stories, in my opinion. And this is why I actually like to uh, listen to other people's stories and see you know, how far they've gone and how, where they have reached. And how they see life yeah. comparing to myself. So uh, for me, I'm, I would say I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, obsessed about uh, looking at my life. Yeah. But it's a good way to reflect back because you learn from yourself and you tend to change as you go along.
1: Yeah, yeah I think every story is worth sharing, to be honest, Definitely. you know, it's just, you don't need to be famous or whatever, because yeah. that's not necessarily something where you should work towards. It's something where you, It reminds me of that one book like uh, Leading from Behind, where you let others be in the forefront to achieve what they want, but not necessarily that you have to replace them, you know, with your face. So not necessarily about how other people were, you be seen from others, but what you have changed the impact. I think that's, that's the key. Yeah. Before the podcast, you know, I mentioned to you, it might be around 90 minutes, you know, and you talked. It's like a football game. And I know you're a big football fan as well. What yeah. f- uh, football team are you supporting? So I actually And supp- why? Because I know it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, a big fan of Arsenal Football Club. Okay, tell uh, me, explain it. Uh, you yeah, have to give I'm, me a good explanation uh, yeah, for that. A good explanation <laughs> because I'm actually a fan of supporting local football teams. And I actually lived in London. So I lived around uh, uh, Arsenal, I lived around North London, North East London, and that's the team uh, that, you know, as I was growing up, going to school and having a passion. And I think uh, uh, being uh, a football uh, fan and being supporting that team, uh, the team itself went through a very good phase of winning and a lot of success. And that contributed to my, I would say, my uh, growing up happiness uh, in supporting that team. Even though now the team is not doing very well. Yeah. But yeah, uh, why I'm supporting them is because I, am, I grew up in that area. And I love the team and the move, you know, the, the way they play and everything. So that really helped me a lot. And I used to, be, I used to play football. Mm. So I used to love football and I used to uh, I love a certain player, which is uh, Thierry Henry. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think he's uh, he's like a you know, he's a hero to many uh, teenagers uh, at my age.
1: So when it comes to sport, I often associate that with entrepreneurship as well because you yeah. we learn a lot of skills in sport. And yeah. I remember yesterday we had this discussion briefly, you know. What do you from your point of view can we learn for entrepreneurs can learn from athletes or from football players? What skills or what how is it connected sport and entrepreneurship?
0: I think uh, for me, uh, the, I, I think connecting it with sport is, when I used to play football, I used to be a right or left winger or a striker. So every time you keep trying, even it's like when you play against, uh, uh, against the next team, is you keep attacking. So you attack from every angle uh, as a team. And you start going after it going after it until you get your goal or you get your let's say as a winger you get your cross you know a successful cross that's really important because you keep trying and you don't stop and the same thing about entrepreneurship is is that you keep trying as an entrepreneur and try to achieve the target of you know succeeding in the business so you know it's failing is one of the, um, one of the elements that you have to go through in order for you to succeed. And you have to reflect back. Same thing with football is that, you know, you don't succeed on the first free kick, then you come back again and you do it, or you try another, you know, there's there's this sort of smartness that you do. And the same thing about uh, entrepreneurship and business is that we as entrepreneurs, trying to um, uh, achieve a target is in, 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 in Going to business, and I see it as a playground. Is something a real life playground that you keep on trying, trying in marketing, trying in sales, trying to get the customer, trying to you know all these actually help you. So is this thing is like you keep on attacking. Yeah. You know there is a something which I I some people disagree with me, uh, but I always uh, share this. I say that uh, entrepreneurs are like Somalian pirates. <laughs> why because I know it's a, it's not a good thing to be associated with yeah. but the thing is, is look at the way they keep on going about it it's like they don't have nothing to lose mm-hmm. and they keep on trying and when they fail they go back down they clean up their dust and then they keep from, they come from another angle, and it 's the same thing about mm. sport is you keep on trying and this is really important this is a skill that you need to you know you need to learn because a lot of people who come from the education is like once they fail, they stop they stumble and they say why you know why this is happening to me why is not you know no you have to keep on trying until you get it, and this is the real world you know
1: I think what do you what I would add to that failure part is also. And I can see that a lot in football. Mm. Um, It's a team player part, you know, as many associate sport as football. One person alone cannot win the match. Definitely. But that also applies to entrepreneurship, because, you know, when you usually have this one founder who thinks knows it all better, you still rely on so many other people around you, you need to build your own supporting team to achieve together that overall goal of the company or the startup. And I think that also comes down to team player when it comes to entrepreneurship. Understand your weaknesses and your strengths, but also know who is around you, who can help you achieving it. Because so many, and, uh, from my, and you probably can share that as well. so many, they're not looking into asking others for help. They're not looking into, you um, building a supporting system around them, a team around them who can complement them, you know, giving away power, let's say giving away power. And that isolates them later on, and yeah. give, stress them even more. And I see that t- team player part also related to entrepreneurship.
0: So uh, 12 years ago, I used to work for a telecom company called Do, um, And I used to work in the uh, technology department, so you know the, all the you know the 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 core of of the company, and I've I've always thought you know I was younger like I was 12 years you know 12 years ago, so it's always thought that you know we are the most important team in the company, and the company cannot cannot live without us you know period, and you, we had that ego, mm. as. I went into you know business and trying to create this startup and all this you know this world is I come to learn that actually you need the sales guys and you need the marketing guys, and you need every person in the company to help you out. Some founders think that they can do it all themselves, but they cannot you need a, a, um, a, an A team to to deliver a very you know a successful project and you know and on a conversation I had with Barak our accelerator manager I said you know Barak what's funny is is that me as an engineer when I look at projects I'm looking for this Tesla Steve Jobs project you know which which you know I think you know that you know gets me you know on my seat you know like you know buzzing but you know it's it's not about that it's actually about solving a problem and then finding a way how you turn it into a, a successful business you might have the tesla but if you cannot sell it no yeah. one will know about you right and and us engineers we're falling into the trap of being a product and and, and selling a product but you're forgetting all the 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 teams that need you as well because marketing can sell can can help you go to the market right and 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 this is this is why a team player, being a team player and having an A-team is really important. You might have a normal idea, but an A-team.
1: Yeah. Totally agree with you on this. Totally agree. What I really fascinated about you and your life story is that you actually grew up in the UK, and I will mention that a little bit uh, a bit more uh, in a second. Um, so you have this, you know, you grow up in an area, an environment which... When we talk about entrepreneurship itself is completely different to this region here. Yeah. So you have this both world you grew up there, but at the same time you're local from you know from here. So that's fascinated me most. So when I think about you know your chapters, when I think about your book. And I'm going to talk a little bit later about what should be the title look like. What is the cover? Because maybe we, we find it out when we look into all the chapters. So when I open the book about Said and I look into the table of content, what should be in the first chapter? What should the first chapter contain? Will it contain something about your childhood? Mm. Or will it be something else? A foreword? Or what will it, it be?
0: A uh, very good question. <laughs> and so literally like
1: a teaser, like how do you try, so, to, uh, so bring someone to continue reading the whole book? Keep yeah, so
0: I'll tell you something, you know, I've, um, uh, I, w- I would be honest, I really enjoyed my life. That's The last uh, uh, 35 years. Uh, because Why I'm saying this, because, you know, um, it feels like you've come a long way. Okay, and... Um, feels like come a long way because, you know, um, uh, I grew up in UAE until the age of, you know, teen, early teen, and then I moved to the UK. And when I moved to the UK, um, I used to live in a closed environment. So, you know, a very cultural, very, you know, uh, uh, family-oriented uh, uh, city, like a, a village that, you know, all all the people know each other, right? And then because my family actually is very diverse so i have families from all over the world which kind of um, helped me because i came off of that environment and then i was thrown into uh, uh, london whereas a city which has you know so many nationalities you know mm-hmm. uh, in, in the 90s and then i had to adapt to that environment even though i was living with my you know relatives but it was like more of a uh, of a different environment that i had to adapt in yeah. so that's why a lot of people see me and 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 like see something different about yes, this guy they can turn and yeah and because okay. i'm more open so okay. when i went to uk i had to open because you know we had so many variety of nationalities that you yeah. had to live with and everyone comes from all over the world so you had to live and and the way i lived is i actually had to go and dig into, you know, live with these cultures, Mm. you know. And imagine you you have people from Africa, you have people from Europe, you have people from South America, people from Turkey. So all these cultures come together. And this is what made me who I am today. So it's like, imagine you've been thrown from, you know, uh, a middle class family that, you know, everything's being given and, uh, Mm. you know, education and everything. You're bang into a new society and I had to you know
1: adopt yeah. adapt, you yeah, you had adopt so how was this adaptation so when you had made the transition, you said uh, towards your teens, yeah. you know you moved to the to u k yeah um beforehand everything was like prepared, you know yeah. there were less worries, yeah, but then you were in, uh, uh you were in an environment where you're not which was strange to you, yeah. you know, something which we could not relate to it. How was that transition in the first few years? It was you? very
0: difficult. Uh, I, I would say that the first six months was a chaos for me. It was uh, not comfortable. How
1: old were you? Uh, around uh, 14. 14, 14,
0: 14, 14, yeah. Okay. 14, yeah. So it was not comfortable, and um, but I had to live that. So it took me some time to get used to it. Um, and, you know, the school, the environment and stuff. But then later I thought, okay, you know, I think <laughs> you don't have a choice. And, 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 and uh, you know, I, I re- I'm really happy that I've gone through that phase. And that phase helped me grow up. I was beyond the age. So 14, you know, 13, 14, 15, that period is, you know, is that... I I would say that important period is uh, where I lived, so that made me grow. Like my thought process grew up because I had to become a man, you know, and and depend on myself.
1: Yeah. So when I quickly go back before you moved to the UK, yeah, uh, how would you describe that period?
0: So. So. You said
1: it was prepared. It was you know. It's like. Um, it sounds amazing. So Thank it me. was,
0: you know, I'll tell you something. How Good. Would you describe it? Yeah, it was a simple life. <laughs> we used to live a simple life. So you know, um, uh, my father was a uh, officer in the military, and my mother also. She used to work in like in in the military as well. So I come from this uh, uh, family, and then you know, it, everything was there uh, provided. So, anyway, we used to live like a normal life, simple life, no no big deal, you know. Uh, there was no malls at the time, you know, few shops and stuff like, so there beginning was, beginning of the 90s, yeah, be, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, beginning of the 90s to the end of the 90s, it's, life was simple, you know, we only had one mall, you know, <laughs> that everyone used to go to and it was in Dubai, and few shopping centres, so it was very simple life, right, and then, you know, and, and everything was taken care of, right, uh, and then we moved to, then I moved to this, to the UK, so when you UK. say, you know, when you're, you...
1: Explain it in, or you summarize it as simple life. Yeah. It's a simple life. Also in a good sense, you know. Yeah. It's also in a good sense. Would you say that transition towards the UK life um, could be your first chapter? The first chapter of like the simple
0: life? The simple life, yeah. The, fund- the simple life of Said, yes. Yeah, is the foundation that have, you know, I've, I've, I've come with. Then when I moved, <laughs> it was a new life. <laughs> which i have to come it's an interesting one but it's um, in, different ways. in a different yeah. way yeah so you would
1: call it foundation what do you call found it foundation it. yeah foundation chapter it. 1 roughly chapter
0: or? 1 i would say yeah, foundation because okay. you know this is this is like any other you know young person who lives a you know <laughs> a normal <laughs> life and you know go to school and you know yes i used to play football by the way for okay. clubs but it yeah. was like, you know, it was very simple. It's like, you know, most of the uh, guys who grow up in, in UAE and, and my age and from the same nationality, they grew the same way. So even until they reach 20s, until they reach 25 is the same organic way is you go to school, if you play for a club, you finish school and you, you know, you go to university or you work. Mm-hmm. and then you find a job and then when you find a job you get married so that's organically growing for me it was flip yes new life this is what you get you deal with this yes Right. so that i would say this is the organic orga- organic uh simple life yes which is not bad it's really but good it's not look. for everyone I it's mean, not for everyone yes for, for
1: example i grew up it's it's a Small town, one hundred thirty thousand mm. uh, citizens back in Germany, and it's. I would also say a relatively s- simple life because mm. maturity of the people there, they are not tend to move outside of the city or you know live abroad. You know they, they grow up there, go to school there. Yeah. They get married there. Mm. They work on their career there, and then same thing. Know, it's the same. Yeah, they're not the moving out. Thing. It's not like big city where you like to live in an area other mm-hmm. areas. And whenever I do my, you know, school reunion, I'm always astonished about, you know, sometimes I see people who, you know, they have a different lifestyle, but they're not seeing that it's negative at all. It's yeah. a simple life what they feel comfortable with. Yeah. But then there are other people who like this change. They like a different environment. Um, so this flip, what you mentioned, that f- you said flip, because it has a upside down, mm-hmm. literally upside down. It was yeah. a 180 degree. Yeah. kind of thing when you so the first chapter would be foundation the second chapter was more than just a transition it was yeah. something where you had a different environment yeah, different you had environment. to start completely from scratch with friendships I guess yeah or?
0: different environment different friends different mindset different culture uh, so many different things um, and this actually I would say that and you know as a teenager you you're also growing up right you, you, you're transitioning from from a boy to becoming a, a you know a teenager or a man you know so that that for me, I think that would be a, a very important part of my life that made who I am today so and you know um, many things can go wrong, and for us you know when you come from this culture which is you know there is religion in it and there is culture, there is family, there is togetherness, you know. And then you come to uh, a society which is open. You know, it's not easy. Um, I could have ended up, you know, doing other things. You know, but I had to stick my 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 you know my my hands and, and legs mm-hmm. on the ground for me to actually pass that phase. Because um, London is a, is an amazing city, yeah. and it's uh, it, it's open, right? And you can go either way, and you know right
1: yeah, yeah. I, I remember very well when you told me long time ago that correct me i'm wrong every saturday you went to a football club
0: I yes sunday, yeah yeah. sunday, to to sunday club yes, yeah yeah i used to play sunday league yes sunday sunday league exactly yeah that yeah. so was
1: kind of also a routine there you know Absolutely. something where you frequently you were well integrated i would yes. say you wanted to be part yeah Of the local like you know sports or
0: S- so so you know um so you know, UK they have traditions, right? They have they go to they go to the pub. You know, they, they watch <laughs> it's football. It's not a tradition. It's like yeah. part of the yeah. That's part <laughs> of the culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A part of the culture is that okay. they go to the pub. You know, they they watch football and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. I used to play for a, a football team, and uh, and there was a pub that was sponsoring us. So we I used to go there, uh, even though I, <laughs> I don't drink. But it was like part of going with a team is to be there with the team and have that, you know, and actually that sponsor used to give us, you know, food and stuff like this because yes. they are part of the, you know, being our sponsor as a team. And it was that nice, you know, vibe and environment that community you sit. People. Community. Yeah. yeah. You sit and then, you know, you watch the football, Sunday football matches together <laughs> and stuff like this. So this itself, it's completely different. Yes. You know, uh, being part of that. I loved it, by the way is is you know having this teamwork you know uh, working together you go and play football you know either you lose you win then you come back and you sit down together and yeah. talk so that itself it, that, it was very uh, 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 amazing experience for me
1: yeah the team play um, i think this is also way it g- goes more into the route also to the work, en- work environment yeah. i remember when i was living in london it's so a work there every friday we went together yeah. all colleagues together to the yeah. pub mm. not like friday you know like go at home everyone is like separating no you go together as a team yeah and then i don't know watch football or watch something else but you do it together next to your workplace so work and what you do afterwards is a private life is not i would not say merge but it's it's not a, a clear cut in between so that builds community as well yeah and i th- found this Fascinating in London as well that the people you work with, you also have, uh, um, you also see them outside of work. Yeah, friendship. more frequently, friendship yeah. turned into friendship. Yeah, and you help each other, and that's something quite unique. Um, to to see a way to not differ, separate work and life, and in that case, you're less likely to work-life balance because you yeah, kind yeah. of uh, look into this.
0: Definitely. You know, um, uh, so in, when I was in London, I had few friends who I was very close with and those guys, you to the point that we were, we were very close is that we actually hang around with each other 90% of the time, always. It's like, you know, day and night you're in their home or they're in your mm-hmm. home. So that also had, you know, you know, it's like even his mom, uh, would actually think I'm like her son. You understand <laughs> me. So that that togetherness also uh, uh, living there was very important. Even though we have it in UAE, but in UK it felt more. Even imagine we were different religions, right? And uh, but we still were very close.
1: I think there's different religions or different you know mentalities, mm. or cultures you come from, there were less a top topic in, in the UK in London, yeah. especially when I. Uh, uh, I mean, I was living there, I didn't experience any, like, you know, yeah. reasons not to get uh, together just because you're coming from a different culture. Yeah. I found actually London as the most multicultural kind of city. Absolutely. And I was actually really shocked after the Brexit, you know, what happened with the Brexit. But actually, when, I, when you live there, you can see that this is a city where most nationalities live together peacefully. Definitely. And it's so diverse in, in the nationality, and cultures and exchange of knowledge exchange of culture, experience, like no other city I've ever lived in. And yeah. I think that's something unique, especially when you grow up in this region. Definitely. you yeah. say, you lived in, where did, where did you live in London? In East London, right? Yeah, East yeah, Northeast London. Northeast London, North, North East London North yeah? East London, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, area called Hackney. Yeah. Uh, known, <laughs> it was known by Hostile, but it's actually a really good area if you really live in it. You know, sometimes it's, uh, people talk about it like, okay, but actually it's a really good, I think it's uh, a... It uh, yeah. becomes kind of a, <laughs> now, like yes, the yeah. new yeah. entrepreneurship kind yeah, of hipster yeah, area. Yeah, 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 it's a, it's a very good uh, place and I uh, went to school there. and You did I, study business management, right? So I or? actually studied, I so went to school, then I studied IT yes, and okay. business management. Yes, okay. So yeah. So it started with with the, these combining to these uh, two things together and um, I went into i t so my diploma was in, uh, in in business management, but I went into uh, i.t certifications because you know at the time uh, it the i.t industry started to boom, so you know the networking you know Cisco certifications and and you know uh, Microsoft started to boom and I went into this because I've always before that I wanted actually to be a footballer I wanted to be a professional footballer and I truly believe that (laughs) I can be the footballer until I got injured and then after I got injured and my actually my family actually supported me on this and they wanted me to go all the way so they said you know what yeah crazy dream but we are supporting you Yes. So it was good to get the support of my family. And this is one thing that I would say, I will give it to my mother, is whatever I wanted to do, she supported me. But my, my dad was, wanted me to go to the same path as everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think that also contributed to me, until today, selecting the things that I believe in, truly believing, to go all the way. Yeah,
1: But it also gives you the environment to test and try. An error. definitely you know when, when uh, there's someone who gives you the opportunity to support you yeah. in maturity of goals you have in mind yeah. gives you also an environment to see what really works in the end or not for you personally because in the end it is still you know teenage age
0: yeah absolutely
1: um, and I think you need to learn to experiment
0: yeah you know the thing is I think uh, um, there are some certain I don't know if you're gonna call it habits or 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 you know a drive that actually helped me uh, become who i am today um, because the, for example when i was in school i was not an a student okay mm-hmm. but i was with the top students like if you have two halves i'm with the top students okay okay and education i loved learning but i didn't like the school system so okay. i loved learning learning new things and stuff. Even when I was in science class, even my uncle, my uncle was an A student, yeah. and my aunt is an A student. So my whole family are A students, but I was like those, because I always went, loved sport, yeah. so I was busy with sport, but I'm um, in education.
1: But what, is it, what was wrong for you, uh, for the education system? So for me- Was it for, like putting you in specific, you know, um, cupboards to learn specific topics, which would not be relevant for your future?
0: Yeah, so, so for me, it's, um, uh, I have different interests. So you will see me in some subjects, I would get A's. And some subjects, I would be in the middle. Yes. Right? Why? Because of interest. So I've always followed this interest part. And I've, I've never liked to be forced into things. And I had a problem. And I think I mentioned to you a uh, uh, few days back that if I grab this topic that I really love I can move a mountain hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> if something that I've been forced to do yeah. then I actually lack
1: because you get pulled back from what you're yeah. really interested and, in
0: and, 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 and I have to really believe in it or someone convinces me why I'm doing it so for example um, when, I, when you do uh, maths right? when yeah. you do mathematics and you do these equations if you don't tell me that this is the result I will not be able to solve it so the
1: end goal, is, it goal? is. the end goal exactly so is it related to the why you're doing it as well yeah yeah, it's should...
0: related to the why and why I'm doing it because I want to know what's the end of it you know I, I going outside this topic um, when I used to work and do du- I used to have a ma- uh, uh, my, my boss uh, he was a uh, uh, VP mm-hmm. he want, he used to give me small tasks and he told me don't worry and I was not able to do it. <laughs> he says, don't worry, just follow my instructions. And so then you're just
1: executing, literally. But he you wants don't to, know why. I don't know why. Do. why.
0: Yeah. And, and that really gave me uh, this motivation. I was not motivated to do it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, But if you tell me, Sa'id, you know, we're going to do this, then I will find every way, even if it's near enough, to jump a bridge, I'll do it. Because I know that end in mind and what I'm going to achieve from it. Maybe it's a bad thing. But for me, I think um, uh, uh, in my current uh, uh, journey, that really helps me, that really helps me go and, 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 and get whatever I want, you know, in, in, in life or whatever I, I seek, you know, to go after.
1: I think this you need this inner kind of impulse, which yeah. gets you out of bed. Um, yeah. And without that, you just live your life. yeah. Day by day, without a reason why.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. There is something I would like to mention. Uh, going back to the second chapter of 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 my life, it's um, I've gone through a period that um, you would say could have gone through the bad path, and then this, you know, when you get this wake up call. Yeah. Right. And we could call it transition or another flip, is you know as we said, going through uh, the simple normal life that you lose, live in the village and then you come to a, an amazing city with amazing culture and people and diverse and then, you know, as you go along and you grow up, you go through this blip, yes. right? And that blip, I've, I've gone through it and you could have said I would have gone to the wrong, you know, path but there's this wake-up call that I had to come, it's, it's like a reality check, is you ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Then I come and remind myself that, actually, I came to this city for me to learn, for me to grow, for me to be educated, but I'm going back home, right? Yeah. So when I, you know when you question yourself and you're yeah. saying, okay, you're doing these these things that, you know, they, they they're wasting time and stuff. Are you going to continue going through that path? Because a lot of teenagers tend to say, you know what, yeah, I need quick money. Mm -hmm. Okay, they will do, you know, they will steal, they will do drugs or whatever. But for me, I came and I said, you know what, my family uh, come from this, you know, uh, it's like, I'm going to go back, you know, I came here, my mom and my family, they, yeah, so yeah, I'm going to go back home. And my home is more promising. You you know, I had that hope. Some who I used to live with never had that hope. Hmm. Maybe I was fortunate to come from that culture or come from that country that is, you know, uh, more, um, uh, that had kind of a hope and there is a lot of developments are happening. I had friends who never had any hope. So their objective in life was to leave the city that they lived in. They leave that area that they lived in because it was hostile, mm-hmm. right? But for me, it was like, you came here to learn, to get educated, to get what you want, to get that experience, right? Either life or, you know, work experience, and then you're gonna go back and you become, you know, who you want to become there, Yes, you understand I me? Mean? Yes. So I had something to look back, but some of my friends didn't. So some of them were, my achievement is to leave this, Mm-hmm. this area my achievement is to go uh, and do yeah go and and some of them actually they went through the wrong path yes so for me it was a reality check and a hit on the face is like hey what's, what the hell are you doing but
1: that reality check actually helps you to connect the dots from the past Absolutely.
0: why i have
1: done this in the past yes that might not lead to where i wanted to go but maybe they were essential required to be who i am today in order to have the other goal of later on and i think this is the reality checks usually are the as you say like you know it's hit you in the face but they also understand you help you to better understand what went wrong in the past and or why you have done that in the past
0: yeah
1: why on earth have i done this why on earth or what did it brought me you know what did again now I can maybe see the reason why, so yeah. I can move on. Forever. Yeah,
0: so these reality checks for me are really important. Yeah. Sometimes a reality check comes from a conversation. Mm-hmm. So when I was uh, um, when I was there, when I was in the UK, um, I had a friend who never believed in what I did and whatever I'm doing. So yeah. it was in just a conversation that he laughed at what I'm doing. It's like, you... you you, you you don't have anything, you're useless. For me it it took I took that very personal yeah. and from that day I never looked back.
1: Oh.
0: And 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 then after a few years I came back and I told them, you know, what you did actually changed my life because yeah. you have put me on the spot in front of people and I felt like the most useless person but today I see myself and without you telling me this, I wouldn't have reached where I am.
1: It's not getting non non-con- receiving non-constructive feedback from people who mm. are more criticizing you. Yeah. It's a skill to turn this into a strength or into energy because others would get also, would not get necessarily get empowered. They would do the opposite of what you would, you know, what you did in the past. So... You gained energy from it.
0: Exactly. And going to that, yeah. I used to have a friend and um, when we were younger, You know, when you're uh, 16, 17 is like, you know, you become, you turn into Mm. become a man. So me and a very good friend of mine, uh, we used to go to the gym and he gave me this important uh, concept that I use until today and relating to what you said uh, is when we used to go to gym and we wanted to be, to become, you know, to have a good body because, you know, we're teenagers, you know, and, you know. Young guys and, you know, want to see, you know, to attract, you know, uh, ladies and stuff like this. Yes. You had this, you know, that uh, at that, you know, age, you have that. So when I went, when I used to go to the gym with my friend, he gave me this important concept. He said that, Saeed, listen, when you walk into this gym, you need to put all the anger in your head. All the anger that you have from the day, from whatever family, from whatever is happening in your life, put it into the weights. Mm. Push all your anger into these weights. And then, instead of, you know, you're throwing it to people, you're going to throw it into something positive. And from that day, I started using everything I do right into this. So... I meet a competitor, right? I stay for two days worried, thinking about that competitor and stuff like this. And then, after two days, you see me pumped thousand percent, you know, ready and confident. Why? Because I turn that into a positive energy. You understand me? I'm not gonna sit there and, you know, moan about it and cry. No, you turn that to a positive energy. And from that, imagine from a gym. <laughs> From a gym, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and funny enough, a few weeks back, I was speaking to Nasr, and uh, he... When so I Nasr is a
1: colleague of ours, he, yeah. he was also on the podcast uh, two or three episodes back, yeah. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> when I was sitting with Nasr, and I told Nasr this concept, you know what he said, he said, and this is very interesting, he said that what you're doing is, there is uh, a concept called... Uh, uh, Stoic, stoic, stoic. So, stoic. Ba- basi- yeah. So basically, what it is, is 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 you turn that energy into from a negative to a positive energy. So there are different uh, ways of doing it. Uh, one of the people who are who's using this method is uh, uh, Tim Ferriss, uh, the uh, the guy the, uh, with the book. Of, four uh, week. Yeah, for uh, for our week, week and uh, tools of Titans. Uh, so he uses this method, and I didn't even know. Yes. And maybe my friend even didn't know, yeah. but maybe someone told him.
1: I think he talked about this in one of his podcasts. I remember now because he, I don't yeah. know if you listen to his podcast as well. Um, a huge uh, fan, you know, grow behind his podcast, and he, I think he mentioned about this how you turn negativity or anger or something, you know, which creates some tension within yeah. you, which prevent you of executing other tasks into something positive which benefits you towards the task you have to
0: absolutely want to ex- accomplish. Yeah, and this is how I actually live my life. So every time if I'm negative, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna have some time alone because I'm an introvert. Yeah. But later I'm gonna come up with something. Yeah. That regardless, you yeah. know, I have to come up <laughs> with something. It's it's this drive. So yeah. I have this inner drive that actually I'm, you could say a self-motivated, and 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 this is actually comes from my teen days, from you know uh, going through these phases that uh, you know until I reach where I am. is actually so I'm actually building my character, so adding things to my locker, yes, yeah, in order to to to, to become that person. That's why when I say I actually enjoyed the last 35 years, yeah. is because I've I'm trying to be a better person every day, and by adding uh, different things then uh, different elements, uh, uh, then you become a, a better person. So one of them is is every manager that has become, like, managed me, I've taken one element of them, which is exceptional, okay? And I add it to my locker. Mm-hmm. And I say that I want to become, I want to add this element. So I had one manager when I was in Do who was very... Um, never give up. And I learned from him how to never give up. I took that element and I added to my locker. I have another uh, uh, boss. He was very technical and very knowledgeable. So I said, you know what? I want to master this. So imagine now you're actually adding these good elements to to your locker or to your profile and what type of person you see yourself. Understand me and and this is really important. So having these reality checks and and trying to improve as a person, it's it's really, really important.
1: This what you what you mentioned about requires also the skill of observation. You have to learn to observe other people and then filter what is the skill you wanna adopt and which is actually beneficial. And I think this skill of observing other people comes from the point that you're open to learn from others. Yeah. Right. So I think I mentioned to you in the, in, in the last few weeks, you know, I started to, when you, I uh, read an article a long time ago, mentioned about get up in the morning with one, one goal in mind. That goal is to learn something from one person, something new, whatever it is, whatever. It's just, if it's something in new book, you learn from, if it's a new skill, whatever, learn something new from a new person and that made me thought about my daily routine because usually you 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 know wake up you could do your work and you tell people not not necessarily what you do but you live sometimes in a bubble where you less just observe others to see what you can actually learn from them just observing observing i love observing Mm -hmm. like you learn so much when you see from that's what they have done because we live in a culture where we we don't share best practices sometimes Mm. so sometimes we have to learn to observe to adopt it when that person might not share it etc etc but that skill that observation part is very important and i think that's something which every entrepreneur needs as well definitely Uh, learning from others is a skill but also finding the right people building it building an environment where you feel like these are the people who can support you mentors yeah you know you mentioned i remember in the talks weeks ago that you always emphasized you know what mentors brought you into Mm. your life yeah you have learned this you have learned this this is also when we talk later quickly about your your startup you learn so much from mentors that you can adopt this later on in your daily life yeah and they're part of your family in that other day
0: you know um uh i all you know when it comes to mentors uh, we always uh, try to seek um, the perfect mentor or this person is gonna be my mentor. But you know, um, anyone can be your mentor. And if you put this, for for example, you can be my mentor. It doesn't, because you are good at certain things, right? And what is a mentor? Is have it a person- I've been this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you have gone through things, right? and that i never been through, and you have been in that shoe, right? Mm. So that means you can be a mentor in certain things, right? And I can be your mentor in certain things. A lot of people just want to have the name of, oh, this is my mentor. Everyone is your mentor, right? And even if that person is not successful, but I'm sure he has done something that you can learn from. Yeah.
1: Uh, That's what, uh, you know, you mentioned about this never giving up. I don't know if you have... uh listen to the last podcast I recorded, every podcast I finished and you see that in the show notes, I adding the two words to it. Mm-hmm. One is never give up and the other one always look up. Yeah. And that comes from from your life experience. For example for me, for my it's like this always look up was when I was the first day in primary school, I looked up to the to the ceiling or the door. Hmm. Promised myself whatever happens, I always try my best so yeah, always yeah. look up and not look down even yeah. so sometimes when you look down you find some money on the ground so that's the reason I'm not rich <laughs> <laughs> but always look up um, yeah. but this never giving up is something you know as I told you this story that I was almost living on the street and so on if there are people in this world who give up easily yeah. and then they, and then you're in a cycle you can't escape anymore
0: yeah.
1: but when you have this mindset of yes you might be in, in big shit whatever but you know there's always something positive coming out of it you yeah, never yeah. give up. Yeah. You create this kind of, being. you're more resistant to any setbacks, regardless yeah. of how big the setback is. You observe it, you digest it, and you move on, mm. instead of like craving on for like one, two years and I don't know, whatever. This month, I think this is where it comes down to, the, to life experiences as well. Yeah. Never giving up and then what we learn from mentors is what they have learned for many, many years in the past, for whatever yeah. like life transitions, chapters or whatever they have done in life. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, with regards to never giving up, giving up is uh, for me is, uh, you know, they say uh, 90% of success is uh, showing up, Sure. right? And uh, before I used to, you know, find reasons to, for me to quit. Sometimes our friends will uh, uh, give you comments that you have to quit, right? And I put something that, if I start something, even if it's not gonna be uh, beneficial, but finish it. So I have added this into my locker uh, that whatever I do, even if it's a course, just go. Uh, and and finish it off, right? And uh, I remember um, uh, in 2013, I walked in, I saw this advert, right? Uh, That says, oh, um, entrepreneurship, uh, uh, build your startup and uh, come up with an idea and stuff. And this was organized by uh, Khalifa Fund. Mm -hmm. And um, I sent this to my friend, and I told him, listen, come, let's attend this event. So we went and it was like this event had more than 300 people participated. We sat down in, 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 in groups, like tables, and then they, we started throwing ideas, okay, this idea, this idea, this idea. And then when you finish, you go and pitch it on stage. So when we reached halfway, my friend asked me, what do you think? Shall we go? Oh no, we were about to quit. And then I said, you know, since we came all the way, let's just finish it, it doesn't, it's not gonna harm. Mm. And we ended up staying until the end and our ideas were selected, right? And when we were selected, this, this is the first time I was put into a program which was called uh, business model design, uh, design, is to how to work on the business model mm-hmm. canvas. And I never had an idea or a clue what an entrepreneurship is. But I had this idea, which is a shower idea, which was even not even validated. So I went into this program. uh, They selected 20 uh, startups or ideas. And from there, I qualified top six and I went into the uh, accelerator program. So for me, on that, you know, that day when we had 300 uh, ideas, we could have gone and I wouldn't have been on this table with you today
1: yes i just remind me of like a podcast i was listening a couple of days ago i mean you might know it um from michael gewiss finding mastery and he has a mini series in there called processes and one Mm -hmm. of the guests talked about showing up Mm -hmm. one of the key successes for most entrepreneurs are showing up yeah and that put them away from that end goal the end goal is not finishing that product to the best. It's literally, or what in your case, the program, etc., applying it, finishing just the process,
0: yeah,
1: and not thinking what is the end goal of the process. Just finishing the process because you don't know what's going to happen afterwards. You don't know. Absolutely. It's the entrepreneurship as well, it's all assumption, and
0: you don't This know. is why life is amazing, and that's what <laughs> life is
1: amazing. <laughs> and entrepreneurship is, you know, can yeah. bring you to any kind of directions. Um, when I, when, I, when I go back, I want to go back yeah. quickly to, the, to your pl- um, life in the UK. So how, how many years did you stay in, in the UK?
0: I stayed in the UK for around uh, eight, eight years. Eight years? Yeah, around eight years. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah. what were um, in these eight years, um, mm. how would you describe these eight years? Because I can see that the stay in the UK is it's one chapter itself. Yeah, yeah. So you said about you know you spend a lot of time with people, um, with your friends there. Um, the education system is something where you're not felt comfortable. Mm. These eight years, eight years are actually quite a long time. Yeah, it's not like few years. Yeah. Um, how would you describe this time in few
0: words? So I I, I would say is um, um, it it made me grow up as a as a, as a person. And it actually made me ahead of my my years. So I will, even when it comes to thinking about you know comparing to the people who are my age, I was more ahead. So I think um, and and as I said, that that was the core of my of um, being today who I am today. Because when I came back, um, I've learned a lot of things. I've seen life. I, I I mingled with a lot of people. I've 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 gone through a lot. You know. There's a struggle, you know, the struggle of life, real life, because over there it's like this is the real, you know, this is people are struggling, you're struggling with them, you're trying to help people, you know, that's that's, and you know, going into that uh, culture also is you adapt. Even for me, coming back was, was a, as, is, it, it was difficult to transition back. Understand? At some point, I thought, you know, why don't I just stay there? <laughs> <laughs> got, you got used to it so as well, yeah. yeah. And I that life, you got used to, go to it, yeah. 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 So what I'm saying is, is for me as, as Saeed is, is ha- living that life and is the core of everything. And today that's why I'm, I'm more open to a lot of things, more, uh, even mindset, even, uh, like anyway, we are, and, and we have broad the horizon, but there is this struggle that, you know, you know, I'm not going to say that because, you know, everyone's struggling in their own way. Mm. Right. But the the struggle that I had, it's first coming to a different culture and then adapting to it. So you had this life that you used to live in and then you, you know, you transition to a new one and then you had to adapt (laughs) have to go back (laughs) and and, and back to to the one you, you had. So going back to the one you had, there is a lot of learning. And I guess
1: also it. after, I'm not sure if it, after this eight years, the mm. UE ha- has changed a lot because it was time. a transition. Big time. So before we talk about quickly about this, how would you name that chapter two, that UK time? He said, you know, it's like you grew up in this time. How would you call it? How would you call it?
0: Um.
1: From chapter one, foundation, to chapter two.
0: Transition. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> <There> <laughs> will are it be one transition. word or will it
1: be a, a sentence? Uh, we can also call it a chapter. Sometimes, like you know, a half sentence or
0: something. You know, yeah, it's uh, it's the core for me. It's the core because uh, there is. Uh, I've gone. It's like you've gone through a lot, and 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 those are proud moments. You know, those are happy moments that you had, um, and you know, and and this is where you know you study. You you've gone through that study phase as well, right? Even though I came... I had to go back to study. But that... You know that thing that makes you who you are? The core of what makes you who you are? That is... core who makes you who you are? <laughs> you can call <laughs> it like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You just kept, kept repeating it. I think that stood me there. Yeah, the core
0: that makes you who you are. Is... Uh, I think the teen... Even though sometimes... Uh, when you're a teenager... is It's just the beginning. But through experiences that way you learn these things right
1: and that's especially in this age teenage yeah age. Yeah. yeah
0: because you know a lot of things can go wrong a lot of mm. things can will not go your way and uh, and you're still learning you're still new you know as you grow up there's so many things that you're learning about yourself about people about life hmm. yeah and you know uh, when i left uk it was like um I'm coming back I have you know my education I'm going to go on and work for a good company and I'm going to get this amount of money and you know I'm going to grow up to be a CEO right this was the mentality so I closed that chapter by coming like a professional so now the new chapter becomes a working professional uh, uh, side you know uh, who has learned and, and now he's coming to you know show the world. Yes. Right. So
1: the transition from one chapter to another chapter is based on also transitioning to another country. Yeah. So this working professional, uh, working as a professional, and I know you know for uh, almost a year. Yeah. That's, that's usually that, you know, that, that dream thinking of everyone boys getting out of the university. Yeah, like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to build up a career, I'm going to work, etc. But then when you have this sense of like entrepreneurship, you're going to transition towards your own business. So tell me a little bit about the first years. So when you moved back to the UAE, how was that transition or like this going back home? Yeah. Um, what was the first work environment? Um, you mentioned about do, you worked with yeah. do as well. How, t- explain me a little bit about that. So,
0: so when I came back, it was a different experience. Uh, good to be back home. <laughs> good to have, a, uh, you know, a good weather. Yeah. yeah even though <laughs> now it's hot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not cold, because yes. I don't like cold weather. And um, uh, it was, it, that period was about building myself. You know, I used to be so fascinated with um, uh, corporate, you know, uh, the corporate world and, you know, becoming this director, CEO, or, uh, you know, a, a head section, that was an obsession. And I used to look up to these, all all, all the um, uh, successful people in our society, you know, I never knew what entrepreneurship is at all. And I didn't even know the word, oh, what is it? <laughs> I just knew that uh, for me to grow and become successful or Um, achieve in life is I need to invest in 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 properties (laughs) so so that's the first thing I did so after a year of working I bought my first property and uh, after that I thought wow this actually is a good business and I bought my second property (laughs) so I ended up buying five properties and uh, until 2008 and that period was Property business was booming, and um, and I was uh, I I used to have a very good job that I, 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 that I would not not have dreamed of of thought I would get that money when I was in London.
1: You worked yeah. as an IT technician, as an engineer, so heavily focused on the technical yeah technical, technical stuff, exactly and on, yeah. The, on the net inf- network infrastructure exactly. technical components yes. mesh networks etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: yeah. Telecom, I would say, everything to do with telecom, yeah. And uh, that that itself taught me a lot. So I set a target uh, that I need to work for this company for five years and then see what I have to do. So I worked there very hard, even though that dream of being that, you know, big, you know, head section or VP or whatever was a dream. Because it was like, we used to be fascinated with this Mm -hmm. titles and stuff like this. And yeah, so I I stuck to my job and, you know, working very hard. And even um, um, that period, I didn't actually, I had a diploma. I didn't finish my, I didn't do my bachelor's or master's, nothing. I had a diploma. At that job, even though I was one of, known as one of the hardest working uh, people at work, but I was struggling to get promoted. Why? Because in our society, um, a bachelor degree is an important element. And it's, a you, it's a requirement. It's a requirement. And if you don't have that, you cannot proceed yeah. uh, through the ladder. So I really, really struggled, really struggled. And have I've tried very hard to be promoted. The highest position that I was able to get was a team leader. And... Um, so in that case, you were, you know,
1: you had a... Even more difficulties yeah. to reach to that level of others.
0: Exactly. Were so, we able to reach. Exactly. So, the people. Gave you around another, in- trigger, give, yes, another trigger. Yes, yeah. another trigger. So, b- before that trigger, no, after that trigger, is that okay, I need to go back and, and finish my studies. Imagine, and, and, and you're at that age, you know, I need to go back and, and do my studies. Is financial crisis came. Yeah, and I had five properties, right? Yeah. And these five properties, I didn't own fully own them. Mm -hmm. I actually were like, there's something called property flipping. So I buy, leave it for thirty percent, sell; buy forty percent, sell; buy ten (laughs) percent. Someone Mm -hmm. comes along, and, and and financial crisis came along. It gave me a big hit, big hit, right? The whole, you know, the whole world stumbled. Uh, I was one of them, and I lost around one million dirham.
1: I think Dubai itself or the UE were heavily yes. affected in this. And I, 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 I had a loan.
0: I, I had a a, a business loan. I took a loan uh, to invest, and I, I lost everything. So this is another um, wake-up call or transition or whatever. Is I sat down. I remember this day. I sat down. And I said, how the hell am I going to come out of this, you know, this uh, hole, right? Imagine, um, 80% of your salary has been deducted from loans, um, nothing, you have nothing. And I looked and I said, what are the things that I need to do for me to come back? So because I was paying very, um, my loan was, so my, I had to pay a lot to recover. So I didn't want to change my, my payment scheme and I wanted to um, finish in six years. Right? So I said, Said, you have six years for you to finish this loan and come out of debt.
1: So you set a specific deadline, six years. You gave yourself six years, so you you don't put yourself under pressure of care, I have to get out of this in two years or something. A tangible, feasible goal. I cannot
0: cannot come out in two years because when your salary is being deducted 80%, 80%, you cannot even move, right? So I said, you know what? In 2013, I'm gonna finish all my loans. And then I went back and I said, what other things that I could do? I said, education. You need to go back to education. <laughs> and when I put it on my plan, 2013 was the year I'm going to graduate. And I said, 2013 will be a golden year for me. It's the year that I'm going to graduate and I'm going to finish all my loans. Then I started going through that plan and I started fighting for that plan and going through that path, right? So I opened a new page. I said, I need to go back to education. I need to finish my loan and I need to, um, you know, get promoted if I want to get more income, right? And these are the things that I t- lived by. So I said, forget everything in this world. This is where you are, where you are currently in the map. And
1: do mm. it. You did also reality check when I just listened to the words. That's where you are right now. Yeah. But also understanding how deep. Exactly. Uh, how many problems you currently have? Reality check. But yeah. set a s- milestone how you get out of it. Because exactly. you started from scratch again, 2008 Exactly. Comple- not, not not just from scratch. There's a lot of packet package as well. Package, yeah. So how to get out of from there? was also a reality check of knowing, exactly. okay, you are really in deep shit, because often when we are, I mean, as i heard so many times on other people saying 2008, you know, they trying to, to say it in a way that, oh no, it's not an issue, you know, at that time period when it was this few days, few weeks, you know, no, no it's everything will be fine, over no, and then you, re- you realize it weeks later, or months later, when yeah, you see the bank statement, yeah. or when you have something written.
0: Exactly. That's a
1: reality check. Yeah. And this is where it's important when you actually have to be aware of it right now in the moment that you need to change something.
0: You know, people around me complain complained. People are in the same situation. They complained, they went to the banks, they changed their structure or whatever. But for me it was no. You know what? I need to get through this. And as I said, even that itself, you know that that period itself made me learn a lot about myself. You know, so imagine you work. I used to work from from seven to three. Three, I leave. I go to university. You told me about this the yeah. other day. Yes. Yeah. For I did this for four years, right? Doing my bachelor degree, right? I if on a daily basis I get home at 1030, 1030, 11 I sleep. I wake up at six. My roller coaster for four years. And I had that hope, right? I had that hope that in 2013 is the exit, <laughs> right? Is the day that I'm gonna be very happy. I think not just the hope, I think you've towards that you yeah. will be there for sure, 2013. Definitely, definitely yeah. yeah. So I, I did everything and you know, I used to get bonus, I used to pay and then I found out that, okay, instead of me paying, uh, private universities, let me go back and save money. And I, I went back to government you know, government uh, uh, universities and I studied. And then I got married in 2010 with my loans, but I got married. Mm-hmm. I managed to get married, managed to structure myself. Things went good, even though financially it was a struggle. And, and you know, the struggle is on your own. You're the only one who understands it because you're the one who's facing this issue. So even when you're family and stuff like this, you know, you're married, there is a lot of struggle that you go through. But it was a good journey for me and it was a really good learning that I've gone through. So that was itself until 2013 was a different mm-hmm. life that I, you know, uh, um, yeah. had to go through. So... Till 2013, you know, this is
1: like was a turning point for you because you yeah. achieved it. Yeah. The time beforehand, which you know, from 2008 to 2013, is five years. Till 2008, you stayed. How many years here till the financial crisis started? So from the moving till 2008, you were here for several years. Two years. Uh, two yeah. years. Two yeah, years yeah. only then. Okay. So, would you say these two years were transition? like you know going back home and then 2008 to 2013 is a complete new chapter
0: I would say 2006 or, middle 2006 to 2007 mid 2007 was transition yeah. uh, that I had to come back and and get back it was not hard because I know the lifestyle I know how people live and stuff and it not, there is no cultural shock as well <laughs> so yeah so that was quick but the thing is, is that um, through the life, the earlier life that I lived in um, and, and the simplicity also of living in, in, in the UK, not, not wanting big stuff and stuff like, you know, <laughs> everything is small there yes, compared yes, to yes. So that actually made <laughs> me uh, 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 save a lot yes. and think about business, think about, you know, investment, I would say, not mm. business, investment, investing in properties. Why? Because I want to have, you know, this. For so that actually helped me. Right. And this is what I was thinking. This is what and, and, and this is why. So, for example, I, w- I would have my brothers, they would go on holidays. They would do this. They would, do, you know, they will enjoy life. But for me, it was always, you know, I need to invest. Yes, yeah, I need to invest. I need to secure my future. That mentality yes. that I had, which is comparing yeah. to others. Yeah. Right. But I have to say, you know, you had more the mindset of
1: what's going to happen in the future. Are you your goal objectives? Yeah, it's
0: always. Yeah.
1: For, yeah. Because from, for some, it's more the present, mm. not in a way that, you know, in the present you have to ensure you have to, you know, spend a lot of money, that's this kind of personality, but also living mm. in the moment, living in the present, while having the end goal in mind. Mm. I think, yeah, you have to find a balance between both, and yeah. you know, having the end goal in mind, which obviously, obviously is in the future, but also having that reality check in the moment. Because when I, mean, I just listened to you, you were truly aware of what's going to happen in 2008. Yeah. And when you are aware, you're going to take action steps towards yeah. where you want to become in the future. But when you're not aware of who you are currently and you just, you know, say everything is awesome, everything is great, and you don't want to believe it for yourself, yeah, yeah. you're not going to be there where you want to become. Because yeah. you don't consider the current present situation, if it's good or bad, whatever you are from.
0: So you know my my problem was looking too much to the future and forgetting the present. So maybe because of the things that so when I was younger it was like I'm going to go back to UAE and I'm going to work there's a, a a promising job that is waiting for me yeah. you know so I I always look forward to that and you know when you even in school you look forward to working you look yeah. forward to freedom yeah. and When I was in Do, I was looking forward to, you know, investment and stuff like this. Even when I was struggling, I was looking forward to finish this, this nightmare that I had, right, is 2013 will be, I'm going to be done and I'm going to be free. And I will do the things that I love because during that period, I never had a social life. My social life, friends were the ones in the university and work social life was deleted of my life. So I would say seven years, or six, six, seven years was social life completely deleted. Even after 2013, it was deleted for, f- for three years.
1: Mm. Yeah. So this five years, five, six years, so would you describe them from the financial crisis towards 2013? <sighs> <laughs> it's a big transition it's, it's no, this this was uh,
0: this one was one of the biggest challenges i've ever faced in my big challenge yeah very huge challenge and um, it it's not it was not a joke but i think there are people who still until today are have been affected by this and they still and they're still going with it but i i'm really happy that i've gone through it but i would say this is um this chapter will be um, another transition, and I don't know how to describe it actually. It's just a challenge transition. Challenging transition, yeah. Challenging. It's a huge challenge, yeah. yeah. That had to go, and but every challenge is you know, By the way, uh, something I forgot to mention, and okay, this is actually interesting. Should we put
1: another chapter in between now? <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: It's the same chapter. It's the same chapter, but going back. Remember when I said, when I was younger, when I was 16, 17, a guy, a, a friend told me that he, he laughed at me, mm-hmm. that I was useless.
1: Yes, that, yeah, that one yeah. you mentioned. Yeah,
0: and from that comment, it, may, it never made me look back and I've become even more successful than him. And I achieved a lot and I, I was to the point that I was really proud of myself. When crisis happened, I met another person, right? And I remember going to his house. So basically, he's a family friend. And when, cri- when, when the financial crisis hit, uh, I met him and we went to his house because his brother is my friend. And w- when I walked in and I met him, and I, when he was talking to me, ah, how are you and everything? And I started talking about my frustrations about... Um, the financial crisis and I've lost everything you know and it's really bad and stuff like this and he looked at me and he said one word that hit me right on the face he said you invested in properties I invested in myself education and he walked away so that hit me right on the head wow, and it yeah. was like, wow, this is powerful.
1: It's very powerful.
0: Yeah. yeah. And from that day, I said, I need to go back to education. I forgot to mention this, but that hit as another transition, a new chapter, a new chapter completely. It's like, wow, now I need to focus my energy because I have nothing. You know, I have nothing. Because you invest in, in
1: objects. Yeah. this object can be taken away exactly. in a minute. Exactly. But no one can take you exactly. away. Because what you gain is knowledge.
0: Absolutely. Will stay. Absolutely.
1: And I think this is where we totally forget sometimes when we think about investing. We forget to invest in ourselves.
0: Yeah. So and another element that I added is, is always invest in yourself. Even your kids. You know, the kids that you're bringing up. Is always teach them to invest in their self. Because that's the only person... <laughs> That is gonna take today. If anything happen, your house can be taken any time. Your home, anything, any, your car, any possession you have. But what's in your head, your mindset? You know, your your thing. This is the what 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 was gonna drive you. So that chapter is a ch- I would say a challenging one that I had to go overcome. The challenging yeah. transition. Yeah, transition.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Tell me a little bit more about the years after. Um, Yeah.
0: It's four or five years. Yeah. uh, So,
1: So you achieved that goal in 2013.
0: So, before I achieved that goal, I actually wrote a 10 year plan during the struggle. Because you're struggling, you need to come out. (laughs) So, to come out, you need to write a plan.
1: I think this is, I mean, (laughs) <laughs> before you before you continue I think so very very few people would think about having a 10 year plan when they are currently a lot in problems yeah. I think this you know many think just in the present okay I need to get out here I need to get out here, get out here. but what when you just say 10 year plan you had a plan in mind already after this period yeah. which proves that you know you're going to be out of there yes so you put yourself into the mindset, mindset. you will be out yeah
0: you convinced yourself yeah you know p- part of putting that plan you know the thing is is that um, if you don't know if I self-help books help me a lot the first book that I read was uh, Who Moved My Cheese there's a book yeah, yeah I heard
1: yeah. about it but I not yeah
0: so I read that book and it helped me a lot because I stopped relying on uh, a single way of let's say Uh, staying in a job for a very long time. Then I read another book called Peaks and Valleys. It's ups and downs. You have to celebrate your successes when you're at your peak, because when you reach the peak, you don't celebrate it. And when you go down, you don't, you know, you try to pick up yourself up. So I've learned through that. And then, you know, reading these self-help books helped me to set the plan because you know they talk about the plan mm. if you want to be successful or you want to succeed in something you have to write that plan down so what i did is i i wrote that plan that in 2013 i want to continue my education and do my masters i need to achieve this sort of training i need to do this and after 10 years reflecting i actually achieved all the all the targets that i wanted to, to that i put down and so even even when I when I finished my loan and I finished my bachelor degree, when I went into ma- to the master's, it was naturally, mm-hmm. it, I didn't have even to think twice.
1: It's just when you're seeing this, that gives you um, not just trust on yourself, you know, your capabilities and your limits. And when you mm-hmm. know that you have put this in plan and you know, when you look back now, you achieve that. Any future plans you had in mind, you're more realistic, you know, you achieve that. Yeah. Because you are capable of it. You proved yourself you're capable of it. And that's, I think, you know, it's just, I often struggle on this as well. You know, I had a, sometimes a plan in mind, and then down the line, you realize it's not realistic. But then you adapt to it. But in the end, if you have your end goal in mind, whatever the end goal will be, and you have learned from what Struggles were on the path to it. You have right. learned something as well. Yeah. I think this is what we forget, and that's why I really, emph- uh, uh, um, really like what you always emphasize that we're learning from mistakes as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, because even if you might not achieve that end goal for whatever reasons, if it's it depends on what the end goal is, if it's a time deadline, is it's like a specific objective, whatever it is, you have learned something on the way, which is actually a success. And that that links me to an article um, which came out a couple of days ago. <laughs> I just mentioned to you just before the podcast. It's in the Gulf News. In the Gulf News. Um, in the Gulf News. It's, a, it's a newspaper here in the region. Um, and, you know, that one sentence called like hatching the next generation of startups. Mistakes are welcome. You... One of the headline in this article about you you said that mistakes are welcome as an entrepreneur you will inevitably make mistakes you could plan out every scenario prepare for every plot twist but the curveball is always around the corner so that means you always have to be ready for any yeah. obstacles down the line and never put yourself in a comfortable absolutely shoes. yeah and learning from mistakes definitely is a, is, a, is a positive
0: yeah you know they say um what what is luck? Uh, luck is equals preparation uh, uh, plus opportunity. Or preparation meets opportunity. When and this is what I I, I set myself. I said that for me to 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 get that luck, I need to prepare myself. And then when the opportunity comes, then I grab it with both hands, right? And this is what I I I set myself. I said, you know what? Um, Prepare yourself for the things. So when it comes to education, I used to be always like, why do these guys, even though I'm better than them, but they go all the way because they, but they were prepared. They, they, they they took the education. So they, they studied, they prepared themselves. I know I gone through a different path, but they studied and they prepared themselves. And then the opportunity came, they fit the criteria. But for me, it was very disturbing because I was like, why not me? Why not me? But, you know, sometimes um, um, God prepares you and puts you in the right time. And as I say, is today the work that I do is I actually am fortunate to do this job. And I think that if I had if I had my bachelor's degree earlier in my career, I would have been here today. I wouldn't have. Been doing the things that I love. Why? Because I would have climbed that corporate ladder. Then you realize it's not exactly. And and then I realize. And and when you realize when you're at the top, it's not easy to change it. You understand me? But for me, I God was preparing something for me that I didn't expect. So before I used to regret. So during 2013, I used to regret and say, you know what? Why didn't I finish? You understand me? But actually, after that, it opened up more opportunities to go where I want to be. understand me? So, luck is there, but even you are being prepared for something that you don't know what's going to come. You understand me? And now, yeah. if you tell me, I'm actually happy that this has happened to me. I'm <laughs> yes. actually happy that I lost a million. Yes. You understand me? Because. Now I'm doing things that I really enjoy.
1: But in that moment you were not happy. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, though, just exactly, saying the statement, <laughs> exactly. I'm happy to lost one million, yeah. million. one million dirham.
0: One million dirham. dirham, by the way. Say. It's not like a dollar. 300,000 dollars. Yes.
1: So. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about the years after, so from 2013 yeah. till now. And so, you're working also on an amazing startup. Yeah, so... do ah. <laughs> so, I want to talk a little bit more. Yes,
0: so, so 2013, um, uh, finished studies, mm-hmm. finished my loan. Amazing, happy, you know. Uh, <laughs> now it's like, yes, now I can be free. So in my plan, my 10-year plan was a master's degree. And I got, I applied and I got the scholarship. I got accepted to go into Master Institute. It's an uh, uh, engineering school which collaborates with MIT. And I took that as a challenge that I want to go through this university because it's one of the most challenging universities in the region. And I wanted to be associated, you know, with MIT and all this, you know, engineering school. So I set w- myself a new challenge. My wife was like, Saeed, please take a break because, you know." You have, she's, I really feel sorry for her because she's been struggling with me, you know, <laughs> through that and I, and, and, I, and I was like, no, I have to take this. Now I'm this momentum of study, momentum of, you know, you know, that education momentum and I, wanted, I don't want it to die. So I went in, I, I went in and I got the scholarship. So I quit my job. So that, so I went into research. So quit my job. I don't have to, you know, uh, work and study until 10 in the evening, but I went into this new journey. And, and from that journey is, is when I started thinking about research, right? So from that period, I went and you know, started going to class. I'm, I have become a full-time student, right? And that was enjoyable because I was a student and a full, full-time student and full-time employee. So both, both. usually
1: you start with full-time student. It's and exactly like full-time employee, everyone split. thinks
0: about e- this, Exactly, yeah? so for me now, I'm doing, I'm doing full-time education. Right, It's masters But yeah So I I started thinking about research And uh, I remember In the class uh, And it was like a foundation year And uh, one of the teachers uh, She was uh, teaching research uh, Research methodology um, How to to do research And she said Every one of you In this class And there was like uh, 30 students She said Every one of you Needs to think of research idea and then work on it for two years and then of course you have to do it with an advisor you have to find an advisor you have to go around speak to different advisors and uh, work with them in order for you to develop this you know uh, uh, thesis project for two years then I thought to myself what do I want to do what do I want to do first at first I wanted to do something with the, prof- with the professor and uh, because of his attitude, he put me off. So I went into the university, looked at his topics, wanted to do... So I studied engineering systems and management and he was in the uh, computer science. And the project, because I did it before I, in my previous work, I, wanted, I was always interested. He didn't accept me. I was very.
1: But that was a trigger for you again. Exactly. I can connect the dots now yeah. because when you get rejected or someone's, you know, prevent you from doing something, it gives you more it energy. It gives me
0: more energy. Yeah. So I was really angry because I came into the university, wanted to take this project, and he told me, I don't have time for you and you have to be in my, you know, computer science. Then I, I was not happy. Then I said, you know what? I can live without that. So I started thinking about which topics. Um, I want to do and I remember driving home because you know uh, I I live in an area where there is a lot of Bedouins uh, you know people from you know like people from the desert you would say Mm -hmm. and I was thinking what do I want to do what do I want to do what topic I want to do something interesting and at university because it's a renewable energy and you know in that sustainability uh, theme um, we were supposed to you know do research into that. And I remember driving and I turn right and I see a camel. Then I, I thought, and thinking about my childhood is, you know, currently in that area, the number of camels decrease, but when I was younger, it's like camels were everywhere mm-hmm. around the area. And I was like, you, you studied in UK, you did IT, so technology, culture. Sustainability.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Connected the dots.
0: Right. (laughs) So I thought, I am a technical person, technology Mm -hmm. guy, who wants to do something for his, you know, his culture. And then this university wants me to do something with sustainability. Yeah. Right. But it's not like, it's sustainability in the sense of, you know, engineering or whatever. But I want to really deeply do that. I went to my professor and I told her, listen, I have this idea that I want to do this, I want to link these three things. Then she said, how are you going to do that? So in camel racing, we yes. have, camel racing is more is different, is we have robotic jockeys on top of camels. Yeah, I think many and, don't know that. It yeah, was also new for me too. Exactly. And, yeah. So usually the horses, they have people on top of exactly, them. Exactly. Yeah. So for not us, we had kids, camels. and then they banged kids because they were very young. And then we transitioned into a two kilo, robot that is put on top so I wanted to develop that part of technology a technical person wants to do, so I wanted to develop that jockey enhance that
1: enhance, enhance, that, enhance that yeah, that it. yeah so. Enhance it.
0: so when I told her she said brilliant idea you should work on it so for four months I've been working on this project yeah right and I've, I've came from the industry with around that time around the uh, Twelve years was it? Twelve years, ten years of experience, right? Ten years of uh, of, of 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 industry experience, and I come in and I want to work on my project. So I said in my head is that I should actually think of something interesting that I want to do because I now I'm in this university. I want to do something that would tie to me. Yeah. So when you when the university will basically. The students will go with the ideas that the professors have. I didn't want to go with that. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I have experience. I have ten years of experience. I don't want to go through someone else's plan. Because I, you can
1: identify yourself
0: more exactly. towards your own. Idea. Yeah, but I struggled to find the professor that would take my own project.
1: Because maybe this is also the environment, the environment. educational Education environment, and you environment. Get proposed in that we have to follow.
0: We have to follow. So the students, even the student who used to come in, they used to come up with ideas and then they break them down and then they give up and they say, you know what, I just want to get my certificate and graduate. For my case was no. I said, you know what, I'm going to waste two years and I'm going to do the things that I want to do. So I remember until today that I stood in front of the class talking about the project that I wanted to do and the whole class were like side laughing at me because they felt it was a stupid project that, imagine, you know, this sustainability engineering and this, this big, you know, university that is running with solar energy and stuff like this. And this guy who comes in and wants to talk about camels. Yeah. Yeah? So... It was, seriously, it was like, I tried to not look at these people, but they actually were laughing at me. Some of them used to come, oh, the camera project. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they basically uh, look look at me and try and make it like a joke, but I would actually take it seriously.
1: And it flapped a- again, what you said, you know, you get more this anger
0: to actually exactly. prove them. Not just prove them, but to
1: show them that actually it's not just a dream on the paper.
0: You know what I had? I was like... And most of this, by the way, most of the students who were studying were 25, you know, I was 30. They were like, you know, 24, 23, that age. I had experience. Mm. I was like, you know what? Don't worry. You do what you want to do. Because I came from the industry. I've seen the industry. And now I want to do something. So I didn't come. So that, you know, when you grow up now, you have this confidence. So for me, it was let them laugh. But let me do this and if I fail it's fine it's something that I learned so I went around the whole university looking for a, an advisor and I was not able to identify one that could help me all of them said oh okay we'll see okay but they wanted to drag me
1: what what were you looking for when you so, were looking for an advisor because it's similar to like a mentor as well or an advisor yeah. would So for the right direction yeah.
0: for us to graduate we needed to have a, an advisor Okay, and then two co-advisors or committee and then they will evaluate your project yes. so that advisor you're going to work with them with for two years and after two years you will present your thesis and then submit that project mm-hmm. and when you're done you graduate so for me I went around I highlighted the ones that I want to meet I met all of them and I was not able to find one everyone was trying to you know okay whatever you we, we just pick what, whatever we have in our list and yes, take one of them. Yes. That moment, uh, was, I was had to decide that, do I have to quit this university or not?
1: So you couldn't find someone because...
0: There someone was no to support one, me. No one wanted the project. to did you support your, with yeah. your idea? Okay. No one wanted to support me with the idea. And um, what happened is, um, I walked into an office, um, I met the, this professor... And this professor, I went to him also, his name is uh, Bruce. Uh, He was the head of uh, Innovation Center in Master Institute. And when I met him, the first time I talked about the ideas, uh, what what he has and stuff, and he was doing research into innovation, into uh, business, but it was more focused into innovation, right? and uh, innovation principles, innovation frameworks, and stuff like this. And when I went to him, first time I went, he told me what he did, like any other professor, and then I walked out. And then I remember when I started really thinking about the project, because everyone around me never believed in the project, everyone, I'm talking about everyone, like even my family, no one believed in the project except for me. Mm -hmm. And and my my, my, my co-founder. Because I, I, I went up to him and I told him. And he thought it was interesting. So, you know, when people around you don't believe in it, you start not to believe as well. And I said, let me just walk in and go to Dr. Bruce and explain to him my project. So, I walked in and and I'm talking about a professor who... Had a startup twenty years ago uh, in aerospace built a company in aerospace, and that aerospace company went IPO so and he's a Harvard graduate. I went to him and I told him sir i'm gonna I have an idea and it's stupid, but I really want to tell you this is what I said, right? A really stupid idea that I really want you to hear and tell me what you think about it. Just like, I just walked in just to say hi. And I said, then I explained to him, I told him, listen, you've seen camel racing? He said, yeah, I've seen camel racing. I said that what I'm doing is, I'm trying to do is trying to develop this robot and and, and make it uh, be controlled by a mobile app. And you know, I can record speed, time, do all this. And then here, I'm bringing the feeling of that old child to a a person who's controlling that jockey you know when i said that his eyes opened up like this like he's seen he's seen gold and you know what he said he said this is amazing if you can build that you can build an airplane he said i love the idea and i think you should go you should work on you know developing this and for me a person who started and not believing in my own project was shocked like wow you know someone believed in you someone that actually believes in me and not anyone it's someone who started companies right and then head of innovation center so you know i said to myself i walked in i picked up the phone and i walked in another i don't know what to do and i'm like wow this is, this is crazy, you know? And, 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 and I was like, wow. I'm like, you know what? Forget all these people. All these people never been in business. They never did any business. They are, okay, professors, whatever, doctors, okay, PhDs. But they're good in education. Mm. But this guy actually built a company. It's real life experience. Yeah, real life experience. He was a CEO for 20 years. So forget all these people who have opinions and focus on someone who really believes in you. You know, so I called called my co-founder and I told him, listen man, I think we have something serious here and we need to get serious. So we started actually working towards that. Working, 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 and you know, uh, thinking how we can do this. I didn't even know what entrepreneurship, nothing yeah i was just as just someone who was a technical it's guy just who was a f-
1: it's just a f- phrase
0: on exactly. a specific work style exactly work like style exactly so you know starting doing you know custom interviews with yeah. the, i don't know what customer <laughs> interviews is is you know going asking and stuff like and, and developing this and then one day he called me yeah. he sent me an email told me to visit his office i went back and i was like yes dr Bruce. he was not my advisor but he was there for me right and i walk in and he says I'm sending you to Morocco. I was like, what? <coughs> what the hell is this? You know, and <laughs> he can't like, stand you out. anymore <laughs> he's <laughs> like, you know what? I'm sending you to a conference that uh, it's called the uh, MIT Global Startup Workshop, and I think you're gonna benefit hugely from this because I have I can see the potential, and you need the right people to mingle with. So. And he said there is a professor who used to be running. He used to be when he was in MIT. He used to be part of that, um, part of that uh, a, a team that used to do this. And they travel all the, all over the world and they do entrepreneurship event at MIT Global Startup Workshop, all over the world. So this this year it's in Morocco, Marrakesh. And I was like, okay, no problem. I went to meet this prof- professor. His name is Marcus, a uh, really nice guy. Um, he he told me, Saeed, I cannot explain the feeling. You just need to go there. As simple as that. Doctor, from from his budget, Bruce's budget, he gave me the ticket, gave me everything. I went to Morocco. Daniel, imagine you're alone, right? I'm talking about 2013, but no one knows. I. Entrepreneurship, innovation. We don't. That region here. Yeah, this region never like nothing. Even if you're doing innovation or entrepreneurship, you're doing it naturally. But there is nothing, no nothing. So I go there, I reach Morocco, I meet three hundred and fifty people like me. (laughs) Imagine. You know yeah. it's like it's a bubble full yeah, of energy yeah you're you're in you're in the university yeah. and every everyone thinks you're an idiot, you're yeah. <laughs> what is he doing you know, and then you walk into a place where there are three hundred and fifty people who think like you, think like you, same mindset imagine three days of full of you know conference uh, enjoyment and stuff, mingling networking. I felt I'm home, you know it's like this is where I want to be. And this is where I learned, you know, what is startups, what is entrepreneurship. <laughs> put, what a, is... Uh, put a name to it. Actually. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, this, I didn't know that. Yes. And, and and started meeting, this and started making friends. Yeah. You know, and then when I went back, I was like 1,000% charged. <laughs> I know what's going on, and I just, you know, it was unbelievable. So, came back, fully charged, Another period, you know, you know mm-hmm. when you 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 are you, going with the boat on a boat on a on a on a on a journey, and then you you know you meet someone across you know uh, along the way, and then you turn the ship the other way around. This is how it felt like. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah, it's it's you know it's a it's a shift. Yeah. Right. It's a shift, a paradigm shift. They say, yeah, it's a paradigm shift that you okay. This is the direction, mm-hmm. and now started to explore this you know excitement and stuff so
1: talking about the ship you always have to change the direction depends on where the wind is coming from yeah yeah i think this is also something yeah um, absolutely
0: absolutely so after when i came back i was fully charged yeah and uh lucky enough you know things fall into place lucky enough there was a competition Khalifa fund uh, uh did the competition um and they wanted they wanted to uh, bring up this startup culture, you know, startup, you know, uh, entrepreneurship investment and people to go into this field, especially Emiratis. So I went and I participated in a competition and um, I won, I I went through, I won the competition. Mm -hmm. And I went, I was put in an incubator and then I went in another competition and I also won, the one I, t- I talked about previously, and I also won, and I was put in, in, a, in a program. So even Khalifa Fund is like, they're trying to get as much as Emiratis, but they keep on seeing the same Emirati here everywhere. Yeah, it's I like, mean, the, the mindset
1: is different here as well. Emiratis, so they have less the entrepreneurship kind of Yeah,
0: the thing is, yeah, mindset. because why? Because, you know, I'll tell you something. Our grandparents were entrepreneurs. But the thing is, is that, because of the, the, the new world and the things, how we're moving, we all have become the, the working uh, society. Yes. Understand me? So for me to go to my mom and tell her that I want to be, to start a business, she's like, why are you gonna lose? Uh, just work. So yeah, it's not it's normal. More unless, it's more yeah, exactly. safe. Unless, unless you come from a business family. But if you come from a working mentality family, Forget it.
1: Because any risk is any risk is yeah uh, exactly dangerous.
0: Exactly. So going to this is 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 um, um, what was I gonna say? I just forgot. Um, is going through that period. I've I've I've, I've 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 come to learn about entrepreneurship and innovation and stuff like this. And yeah. I took that project. So I was Khalifa were like. You're everywhere yes. and I'm like, you guys want ideas. I have ideas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I won this competition, this competition they put me into, it was very tiring. And also I, I had my studies to take care of. Yes. So I was doing this part time and doing my studies also at the same time. So doing two things again, then I was, then I thought, you know what? This will be overwhelming. Let me combine this. Then I combined it into my research. So the same professor who believed in me, after the foundation year, told me if no professor c- will take you, I'm gonna take you with me and I will help you. I'm willing to do that because I can see the potential.
1: And that gave you trust, actually. Because exactly. someone believed in you, it exactly. gave you like a direction. Exactly, exactly, yeah, he believed in me. Yeah.
0: So I went with him and I stayed with him one year. After one year, he decided to leave. So I was stuck. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a big problem. Yeah. So he told me to find another advisor that yeah. was willing to take Did he recommend
1: me? some? Or yeah, he
0: that? recommended a yeah. few people who are from the technical. Yeah. And uh, I tried to do things on my own. And um, I found someone else. So this is where I met Hector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dr. Hector is one of my uh, good friends now. Uh, Hector did research into camel physiology. And uh, when I spoke to him, And previously we used to meet in events and he knows about my project and he keeps on hearing. So my projects started becoming popular because I started winning competition. And even though I came, my competitions created a buzz outside. Then the university had to, you know, come on, you have a student who's doing very well and you're just like, you know, I'm becoming popular. So they started, okay, they started accepting me as, as a project before it was not accepted, so they started accepting. So then when I met Hector, explained to him and, and we clicked and we had the same thing. He also believed in, um, um, you know, innovation and entrepreneurship and, and stuff. And he also, you know, supports a lot of Emiratis. So here we joined forces and we started working together. So I started working with him until I graduated. Huh? And, and here I was involved in the interp- entrepreneurship ecosystem. And, and, and being involved and, 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 you know, everyone started knowing who's this camel guy, you know? The so they g- gave you already this kind of, you know, hat. Exactly. Camel guy. Exactly. Uh, the camel guy who's developing guy. a technology within But he's also some way.
1: kind of like, you know, this kind of birding camel guy it's kind of, you know, it's like this under mm-hmm. level kind of, you know, yeah, he should just do his stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know
1: yeah, that yeah. naming naming itself, I think, is triggering also some more energy. Yeah, like you know, it's a camera guy. know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For, but, but for me,
0: for me, it's not it was, a serious, you know, term. Absolutely. See, I'll tell you something, huh? You know, when you see kids um, um, uh, doing this um, small, small projects, mm-hmm. and you're like, they're wasting their time. You know, they're wasting their time, and then that kid becomes serious that you are like, oh, okay, you know, he's actually not wasting his time. And this is what, what everyone thinks. This is what, even, I'm sure, even in Silicon Valley, when, when you remember Steve Jobs started Apple and stuff, they used to think that those are kids they're wasting their time the business people think they these are kids they're wasting their time and then until they plug into this wheel of internet and then things come becomes reality so this is what i had in my head i said you know what no one believes in you but fine what what do you have to lose right
1: the thing is with not taking it serious i mean so many we don't take even like let there's say kids or young people we don't take them very serious yeah why? Because we think uh, they don't have life experience, they don't have work experience, they don't, you know, don't know all the details, they don't know the consequence, they don't know it. Yeah. But what we have to learn as adults is to give these people an opportunity instead yeah. of judging them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this comes down and that's where I see her from the mentors or the yeah, yeah. advisors they give you an opportunity. They believed in you. Yeah, yeah. Instead of touching me to, no, 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 it's not going to work.
0: You know what's something interesting that I've always think, thought about? Um, I feel my life is going backwards in, st- in terms of how people are growing. So let's say, you know... You're becoming younger and younger? Uh, yeah, I'm becoming <laughs> younger and younger. <laughs> like, in in okay. what sense? is? Yeah. I started working and then I went back to studies, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes you know I have I like that. yeah you know for example um, um, they say a lot of a lot of successful uh, business people they were they used to be alone always alone mm-hmm. In- also interprets yeah Interverbs they used are to alone be alone because they yeah. Charge the battery. Exactly. Right. So, for example, I don't know if it's uh, the Amazon CEO or someone. He used to be a loner. They call it the loner. Like a yeah. someone who didn't used to mingle with a lot of people. And he used to always be alone. And he's not social. So, he, you will never see him in gangs. You will see him alone or one friend. Right? So, I used to, like, like thinking that that alone person, when he grows up, he becomes very successful in business. Yeah. Right? because he developed this character or he had this belief that, and people, you know, used to bully him, let's say, and he used to, you know, but he grows into that role of becoming a very successful person. But for me, it's the opposite for me is I used to be part of, you know, the people's people, you know, when you, you're a teenager, you're trying to fitting with everyone. You're trying to you're please everyone. You're trying well. to please everybody To be part of it. Exactly. And even when, when, when it used to be groups, I used to try and join these groups because I used to admire them. And, and that's the cool, you know, the cool with the cool guys. I'm, I want to be part of the cool guys. So I actually used to be part of the cool guys, like, you know, trying to be adapt to whatever they do. Because alone you have your self-esteem. So. Exactly. But as I was growing up, I've realized... And I was, you know, what I'm, what I'm saying, I admire that that kid. And because I was admiring that kid who used to be alone until he grew up and built a multi-billion company, I was actually going towards that kid. So, and this is my feeling. Yeah, It's like, said, you was that, you know, people's peep person. And then as I was grow, growing up and, and learning about myself and learning about my character, and because... The, the journey that I've been going through is actually, I'm actually doing it alone. Because I don't, you know, even the friends that I have, because of uh, the studies, the challenges, I had to take care of my life. So that, you know, and then when I went to university, I'm, I'm walking alone, the guy, the only guy who has this idea, he's the, I was the only person who was trying to build this tech company. And there was no, you know, when you have a group of people like five of you, everyone has a startup. No, it was, I'm the only one in the university. Yeah. Some of them have this innovative projects that they're working with. I was the only person who's doing something for himself. Yes. And I was trying to find someone who's doing something similar to me, but I was not able to find. Yes. So I looked and I was like, I'm, I was so fascinated about that kid. And I, actually, I grew up to be that kid. Yeah. And I'm now, because I don't have, like, you know, I'm running a project on my own and I'm working. Yes, I have a co-founder, but it's like that kid that I'm thinking about is actually me. But when I'm growing up, like I'm, I'm, I'm old now.
1: It's the experience. Life with experience. Exactly. And with the life know, experience yes. and
0: stuff, because you are starting a project and no one believes it. Beautiful. Right? I like this.
1: <laughs> 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 Lovely. Um, yeah. I think what you mentioned about this, you know going backwards you know from I guess usually we, we, we think about we're getting older,
0: yeah. we're
1: getting mature, but we, at the same time we're losing certain parts as well yeah this being curious about something new, questioning things, um, just trying or taking risks that's more when you, that's something more where you relate with a younger age you know yeah. I remember when, when I look into your LinkedIn profile. The first sentence I see on your LinkedIn profile, do you remember what you wrote it? Or is it I think you wrote it or is it a... <laughs> it's a quote, I don't know. <laughs> it's, quote, it's related yeah. to that. What, <laughs> do you remember the quote you I, put okay. on it?
0: Uh, what was it? I remember it. It's.
1: Uh, let, me, let me read it. it, it says, it's says. Muhammad Ali a, quote. Yes. Yeah. I'm always <laughs> not sure where it is from. It says, He who is not courageous... Enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. Yeah. So taking risks, risk, risk part of it, yeah. is part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And not being fear, not contr- Let con- your fear control your yeah. steps. I think yeah. this is what you mean. And yeah. this taking risks is what I love. With working with young people or with yeah. kids, even with children, they take t- risks every day absolutely their immaturity or their lack of life experience help them Mm. to to see it in a more positive way and not to be fearful you know oh what could be what is consequence no they just do it yeah regardless of what crazy idea is about uh if you want to become what i don't know uh, you mentioned about this in another talk a long time a couple of weeks ago about this rocket you wanted to build I'm not wrong, right? You wanted to build that rocket and you, you wanted to build like this airspace kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. impossible idea you yeah. had in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. I would say, no, it's impossible. And of course, it is not easy. And of course, it's not feasible to the way we you might, you might think of. But just the thought is yeah. not. It should not be judged. Yeah. And of this is what usually many people. When we look back into childhood, etc., we as adults, we need to give young people the opportunity to believe in them. Yeah. Yes, we need to guide them to say that idea might not be feasible, but not saying it, but by letting them experience it by themselves. Yeah. And this is...
0: No, it's uh, it's really important. I think uh, even uh, research, uh, being a researcher helped me a lot in, 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 in what I've gone through. And, and, and saying that uh, I wanted to build a rocket or I wanted to build a... Uh, uh, a a rover for space it's uh, actually um, trying to shoot at the highest point so you can land as they say you shoot (laughs) for the moon and you land in the stars and this is the concept is who are we to say that we're not capable right you know it's I think the potential in you should decide you just should go for it so so I've removed failure from my dictionary and I've put learning instead because I enjoy learning, right? And I'm always saying, I enjoy learning. So if something doesn't work, that doesn't mean it's the end of the world. You have learned that it doesn't work and you will find another ways to achieve it. So people don't... See, see it this way. And our society, especially Arabic society, is when you fail, be, you become a failure, right? And you know, when I started gaining popularity and people started to know about my project and I started going in media and stuff like this, the same guy who believed in my project looked at me. I went to his office and I told him and he told me, Saeed, you're going to start Getting a lot of media attention, but I want to tell you something that you have to remember. He told me Success has many fathers But failure is an orphan If when you're successful nice. Nice When you're successful, everyone is your friend. Everyone thinks you're a champion Of
1: course everyone wants to be exactly. part of your journey of, of your, your journey. Exactly, yeah. but
0: mm. when you fail and this is, you know, Correct. for me, as, uh, as someone who's trying to start a company, I've been through a lot, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of struggle until today. You know, um, and I've put something, you know, uh, to the point that I felt that uh, people are using me, right, just to get what they want. Then I said, I need to flip this and I need to uh, um, have an understanding with myself. And I said that, you know, what, why I need to do is I need to remember this concept that success is borrowed. It's like someone gives you a trophy and you hold it for a few months, a few days, one day, 30 seconds. And then you have to give it back to someone else. Right. So if you live your life like this, I've, I, if you type the name, you'll see a lot of news, a lot of stuff. But this is how it's, it was for me, is people come, want you to perform in this event and, and, and do this. But at the end, it's is, is, is just that it's borrowed and you give it back and then you continue your life, right? You don't get obsessed with all this stuff because this comes and goes, comes and goes and comes and goes. Yeah. You just live your life normally and enjoy life is the most important thing. But
1: many are not satisfied with what they have so far. They want more well exactly. that level of success is not enough yeah. and that's where you you know reach at some point your limits as well We burn out and everything else just for the fame just for whatever yeah. and that's the eccentric like reasons why you're working on it mm. less on the reason what you want to change yeah with your idea yeah B-
0: people objective is fame yeah. okay and those people don't uh, last too long but if you place yourself on a mission of solving problems is where the excitements happen because, you know, we, we are building something to um, uh, disrupt the, the, uh, the camera racing industry. Something has never been done before, something which is amazing, something that comes from our culture, something, you know, and this itself gives me fulfillment to even, you know, when you go to sleep, and 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 say that i did something different is what i now live for you know i'll tell you something um when i was when i was uh working for do and all these companies that i used to work for it was always oh, i want to be the ceo uh, you know and, and and you know you have these people who you you find who are you know uh amazing like okay this guy and you look at the titles and stuff like this and then when i started shifting and thinking like a researcher and thinking of building my own business i looked around me and i said who's doing something like me because there are many ceos and i was like no one no one is doing the same thing as me no one has is building an innovation that is going to disrupt so now It's like you're coming from a a society which is, you know, okay, minister, uh, CEO, uh, VP, and all this stuff. And this is what we base our success on. And then I come and find myself, I'm actually at the front of my society. So who I have to look up to is actually Steve Jobs, uh, uh, Elon Musk, and all these guys, because those are my new role models not the local ones, and I should be leading because if I succeed, right, I'm gonna create this person that my other brothers and sisters are coming back and, and, and following the path because until now they have not found anyone, right? So for me now, it's, a, it's a, being a role model and, and for me a, a, trying to achieve my mission is, is more important because I don't have, it's like, you know, look front, mm. enjoy your journey, and you have all, you know, the sky's the limit. Yes. Right?
1: What do you do actually right now also, not just working on, I mean, many say uh, the Fitbit for camels, you know, yeah. for many of you just to summarize <laughs> that. Because actually, when, we, when you look back, it's a concept where you're just connecting. It's an analytic tool. Yeah. For so, fit and health and fitness for yeah. human beings, but connecting it to animals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, For so, different
1: purpose, but it's the same concept. So, it's, you're not invent, reinvented completely from scratch that, no. you know, the analytics. You're just connecting it yeah. to other uh, potential yeah. uh, anti customers like camels so camel owners.
0: Absolutely. So, so from the journey, so I'm, as I said, enjoying the journey is really important. And going through this, first we said we wanted to develop the jockey. We developed a prototype, we went to the customers, we tested it with them. They didn't like it. They said, okay, it's a nice to have and stuff, but they like what they have. And then we came back and we thought about it and how we're going to develop it. And then we realized that actually data is the thing. And, you know, data is everything. So then we started going into data and started exploring that. And it went all the way because we are plugging a system. I'm not reinventing the wheel. I hate the term that people call me inventor. I'm not an inventor. I'm a person who inno- innovates and finds things. And actually, I don't even like to be called <laughs> innovator. I would like to be called a problem solver, yes. right? Okay. You have this. The industry is doing this. I want to improve these problems. You understand me? So a lot of people say, "Oh, you're you're the inventor, or you the innovator." No, I'm not. I'm just. I just found a problem, and I'm passionately wanting to solve it.
1: I want to give you another name. The solution finder <laughs> 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 because problem solver is you uh, start with a problem. Yeah, a solution, yeah. finder. solution because finder, because yeah, there is a yeah. solution for every problem yeah. you have. Exactly. exactly. So looking back into this, i uh, going to slowly wrapping up. Yeah, these last few years, you know, I see two components, actually, not just you're working on your own startup and connecting the dots of like finding the solution for the existing problem, you're also giving back in form of education, and that's where it leads you to working at Sheera, Entrepreneurships yeah. and venture creation uh, as a manager, venture creation manager. So I can, w- w- would you agree to that? You want to contribute to the local economy in a way that what you have learned is essential to give away to young people or any entrepreneur, any age, to yeah. to make the right steps towards their entrepreneurship journey. Mm-hmm. Would you underline that as well? Because I see that parallel right now. You're working parallel yes. on the startup and yes. parallel on that educational aspect. Yeah. Giving this knowledge to you. Yeah.
0: So um, when I graduated from Masdar, uh, Masdar Institute of Science and Technology, um, my major was uh, engineering systems and management. And I specialize in technology management, innovation and entrepreneurship. And I came up with a prototype and I wanted to start business. And when I... When I start, when I went into the, so, you know, you want to start a business, but, you know, you need to get paid because you have a family, you have kids. So I, I joined a company called Atlas Telecom. Uh, this company uh, did a lot of military projects. One of the projects that they did is soldier tracking. Uh, and another project was uh, a boat tracking. So they brought me in because of my research. And they, the owner wanted me to be a partner, mm. but the mistake that I did is I went in as an employee. I see. Yeah. So I spent 10 months in that company and trust me, when I graduated from Master Institute, every company was after me, like, you know, because good paid. So as an Emirati, we are fortunate first to get free education. And another fortunate is when you graduate you get a very good job that you don't even have to think about entrepreneurship. But for me, entrepreneurship was a lifestyle. This is Mm. something I really enjoy. So even though I was was interviewed by space agency, and that was one of the things. So when I graduated, I wanted to do either entrepreneurship or work for space agency. These were my dream jobs. And then uh, space agency, I went through the interviews. I got past all the interviews, but things didn't work out. A small thing didn't work out. Uh, it was logistic wise and then I went into entrepreneurship, which i went I went to work for this company. but this company uh, uh, what what they did is they 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 gave me a lot of their work and they treated me as an employee, which i didn't like and I was promoted to a, a director of telecom and I rejected the position because i didn't come for that and I told the CEO listen, uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate your your your, uh, your support and you know, uh, giving me this position, but I didn't come for this. I didn't come to get the money. I didn't come, I came here for a mission. I started this project three years ago and I want to see this to life. I want to, this is what I'm living for. You know, I live for this project. And 10 months, I felt that I'm not doing, I'm not working to, to develop my project. Mm-hmm. So I decided to quit. So I quit. I stayed home for six months and I had uh, a saving. I saved my money. And the, at that time, there was an article that came out that, I, uh, and I'll, at the t- it's, if you search it also, it's called, uh, it said UAE Entrepreneur Struggles mm-hmm. to Get Funding. So when this article came out, it was a, a two-sword. So because our society doesn't accept things like this, Uh, a lot of people took it negatively and some people took it positively right and for me it was actually um, uh, a negative one Uh, but it still opened it's like a lot of people realized a lot of things and uh, my university were not happy about the article Uh, but I had to bring it out because there was a real struggle for tech entrepreneurs right and Our leadership is trying to push these things. But, you know, you have, you know, there are some people who don't get it still. Okay. So what I did is for six months, I started working on this and I met a friend. And he said, he told me he was not happy about the article. And he sat down with me and he told me that there is something I want to tell you, Saeed. There is a lot of people who are working very hard to bring this ecosystem up. And such an article is kind of, um, you know, it's not good. But I told him, listen, I'm saying the truth. Mm -hmm. I am suffering, yeah, right? And he said that, why don't you, if really this thing is a pain, okay? And you see that people are not solving the problem. Why don't you go into this industry and change it yourself? So instead of you complaining, go back and give back and, uh, don't, uh, you know, don't complain, go and change it yourself, it. right? Because you are an Emirati and you know what the problems are. Yeah. So he kept me for uh, a few, few, few months, me thinking about mm. this. And while I'm working on my project, I was, I was doing this and then things didn't go well with my project. And um, I met a guy uh, from, so I I was part of an incubator and I met a guy and um, he really, this is another uh, hit, Um, he was basically one of the board members in that incubator that I was involved in. And I wanted a budget and I wanted money. Uh, I wanted to get money from that project because... The money was not easy because it was a government entity and yeah. it was difficult to get the money. So I went up to him and I told him the challenges. And he told me, listen, um, he told me, if you don't like it, just let us know and we'll remove you. There is other hundred people who want this opportunity. For me, it was like, okay. I told them, and I told them, do you realize that we're not building a cupcake company here we're building a tech company a tech company needs a lot of work a lot of commitment a lot of things and for me to to achieve i need you just to release the money he said listen this is our rules this is how we function if you like so this was like for me another setback setback because imagine you're you don't have a job okay i told him listen i quit my job for this okay and I'm dedicating my full force, you know? Yeah. The other people, they were researchers, they get paid. But for me, no, I'm using my own saving.
1: Yeah.
0: And from that day, I st- so we started arguing. Yeah. And I told them, I told them, do you really realize what you're talking about? It's like, I feel like you're f- making this thing feels like a part time.
1: Yes, yes. Right? Yes, yes, but I'm
0: taking this seriously. Yeah. I quit my job and I sacrificed my life for this journey that I'm going through. And you're telling me that this is an experiment? He told me, this is an experiment and we're just trying this. Yeah. If it works, it works. And he said, you know what? I suggest you go and find a job. And for me, it was a shock.
1: I said, back again, yeah. back to the comfort zone. Exactly. So, so,
0: so, yeah. so I, I asked myself and I said, Saeed, not everyone has gone through the path as you. Saeed, then I remembered the UK... My time in the UK, I said that this guy in front of you is like any other person who has gone through the normal path that everyone goes in, Mm -hmm. right? And he works, studies, lives, gets married, gets kids, climbs Mm -hmm. the normal ladder that anyone can climb in. But you, you have gone, you have struggled. You have struggled you have gone through this you have quit your job you have sacrificed your job and for you to to reach where you are today and you're talking to someone who has never even opened a business so that's chapter closed don't even argue yes right he's not the right person yeah bruce would understand he built an, a company that he took to ipo but this guy in front of me don't argue with him too so often, i left yeah
1: too often we listen to people who not knowing what they're talking about. Exactly. They all want to give their comments
0: When they back, not, back exactly. on
1: nothing, no facts, no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but we listen to them because they might be older. And exactly. or they come from a specific position in the work environment.
0: Absolutely. That's the most interesting Yeah, about. yeah. So now going back to that, the second day I went on holiday, but I was really, really angry. Really angry, not because of only him, yeah. because he's leading that project. You understand? So the second day, I was fortunate that I was signing my contract at Shira, that I will become the employee. Mm-hmm. So I had this backup plan that yeah. that's it. I need to go back to work. So going back and remembering my friend who told me that if you cannot solve a problem, go in and change it yourself. And this is why I thought, you know what? It is time... For me to go back, go into this industry because, you know, the country has a lot of uh, 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 opportunities, gives a lot of opportunities to its people, but it needs the right people to be at the right place. If we leave, if we leave people who are not in that area to talk in behalf of the rest, then we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So my anger, my struggle, my, all, all these things that I've gone through, you know, quitting the job, going in, trying it myself, uh, trying to build a business, suffering because people are using me for media purposes and not giving me yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. all that I have built inside. I had it inside. I've gone through it, and I thought, you know what? When I go into Sharar, is where I'm gonna start. You know, uh, 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 working with entrepreneurs to reach their dreams because. Those entrepreneurs who come here every day, the smartest mind who come here every day are not like the people who work in the corporate world. Yes. Right? So it's a completely different game. Yes. So that's why for me, it was a really, really big motivation for me to come back. And I've changed my career. Yes. Why? Because I thought I did my master's in this field. I enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I wanted to contribute back and give back to the society. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Lovely, <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. lovely <laughs> ending. How would you, just looking back now to the you know, building startup and education, how would you phrase this chapter? Because you know, from 2013 yeah. to till now, a I, lot I'm, of things <laughs> happen. The yeah, educational part, yeah, giving yeah. back, becoming a sol- uh, solution finder, literally, a problem yeah. solver, listening to the right people. Finding yeah. the right people, learning f- learning the skill of yeah. finding the right people, learning the skill of listening to the right people and rejecting the, the opinion from others. How would you call this chapter?
0: I I would say this is it's like uh, for me is uh, I don't know if you call it rise up or because you know it's um um after finishing my studies after um, going through this journey meeting a lot of people um, now that you can actually delete the people who you don't want in your life and the people who are negative and add the people who want to be in your journey and people who to support you yeah and this is now you become in control of the things that you want to do so if if i want and and, and 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 you know um I, um since i joined shiraa and uh, uh, you know doing the work that i do is actually sometimes I just sit down and I think that Shara is paying me for something that I love, right? Yeah. And because, you know, coming every day and working with startups and stuff like this and trying to solve these issues is actually wakes me, what wakes me up in the morning yeah. and, 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 and working very hard, you know, to, 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 towards that direction. So there's a lot, I, I would, and, and you know, I feel younger every day even though my age is, you know, I'm, and maybe I'm one of the senior Your guys. You're yeah. you feel. Yeah, so it's actually, yeah. So actually, I feel younger because yeah. the, the energy that you have, you know, the, 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 the things that you do, that's what I'm telling you that I enjoy, I, now I enjoy life. And even the challenges that come through are challenges, but they're enjoyable because they are learning experiences. Yes. So now transferring the failures to learning is amazing. right
1: just briefly what is the next chapter (laughs) you have a 10-year plan in mind and in the past what's your next chapter so so just how would you phrase the next chapter just in a in a short few uh, few sentences, how would you say what could be the next chapter look like or what i mean you have a a vision uh, how, how would you phrase this vision
0: you know, um, I didn't think about it yet, but I will let, come on you must yeah. have
1: you know well no, so,
0: so 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 yeah, I have a plan, yes okay, I have a plan, but that that's a plan, but that's okay. not the the new chapter, the new chapter will be flipped when when <laughs> when it comes i don't know when, right, because today I walk outside here, something, maybe I will get a phone call right yeah. and 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 something will happen, but I know that whatever has been done previously you know the thing is is that us, even my brothers uh, my sisters and some you know family members find uh, see me as a success i don't even find myself as a success i didn't succeed in anything i just wanted to i just wanted to do something that i love so even my kids can say that my father did this you know Or you know they could i could um, um uh, 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 inspire them to to achieve yeah. right but for me i'm still learning but it's a day. healthy
1: lifestyle healthy yeah. uh, mindset as well yeah not putting success in the forefront that's no. not where you're doing so to.
0: before before was going on the media was a success you know going and showing off and 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 becoming the ceo of this company of the i am ready to take that out of the table Right and, and 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 achieving. So being part of uh, uh, gemalytic which is my mm. uh, my start of the Fitbit for Camels, is I'm more uh, focused into executing and delivering delivering the the the, the technology. Yeah. More than uh, oh, I want to become a unicorn. Yeah. You understand me? And it's the
1: right mindset. In my opinion as well. Mm. Yeah. have this book. What do I see on the cover? <laughs> <laughs> Listening to all the transition now, um, what would I see on the cover?
0: Um.
1: What is, you know, in a, in a library often, you know, it's all about PR, how the book cover look like, what is the picture on it, what would I see on your book? And I, you know, when there are several books on the table, how would I find yours from just looking at it? And I said, let's say it. That's, that's it. What is a picture? You're talking about metaphors now. Uh, <laughs> what is a picture? That's the toughest part. <laughs> oh.
0: I don't know. It's. You're um... writing on the camel. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Behind the university. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's. Uh, um...
1: How would you call it? Like that's that's kind of the most trickiest part to summarize everything you've done so far in few words, and that's actually that's difficult for us usually. We mm. we, we usually don't summarize things.
0: Yeah, we don't. We yeah. don't.
1: But summarizing is a way for us to memorize it in one, two, three, four, four one sentence. Mm. What do you have done so far.
0: Mm. Very tough. um You know as you grow you you learn right so there's a lot of um uh, learning has come in so uh but you know um hope is 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 one thing never and never
1: lose
0: hope yeah never lose hope yeah never lose hope yeah that that would be it yeah because it's always been the, the never lose hope some some people uh, uh, think that i'm a very good motivational uh <laughs> person like motivates but yeah but it's just that uh, uh, to never lose hope is, is, is something key because whatever problems you're stuck in, for you to come out of it, you need to not lose hope and, 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 and continue that journey because what will get you out of that situation is having, being positive. You know, Even that sick person, when they're sick, they need to have that 5% uh, hope for them to come out. So when I was uh, stuck in loans and I was in trouble, uh, I never lost hope, and I thought that one day I will come out of this. When I was stuck in university and I was like, you know, no one, no one uh, cared about my project. I never lost hope. Understand me? I have, I had a professor who came to me. He told me you don't have a chance, and I wanted to prove him wrong, and I never lost hope, and I said I'm gonna prove to them. And I proved it to them. So now they see um, some of the, these people who, are, who who never believed in what I did actually clap for me. But it's not one day job, right? It's not... I didn't just wake up. It, it's a very long time taking to actually let these people... Cause so as I told you, um, today... It, the project is being talked about by many people. You know, it's amazing how I today walk to places and meet complete strangers. And I tell them that I'm working on this project. And they're like, wow, we heard about this project somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like fascinated. they have never seen the face of that guy, yes. but they, they hear about the project. And this is what's amazing. And for me, when when that those students in the corner who used to, you know, side laugh at me, and you know the professors who thought that camel stupid guy uh, uh, running around and wasting his time has now become the you know the the project that everyone talks about. You know, it's funny enough uh, when I was in Start ID, it's one of the competitions that uh, I won. I was speaking to uh, 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 Ruben. She said that um, your project is being uh, uh, pops up every time we have a conversation, which actually gives oh. me, you know, uh, I'm proud of that. And right? This is persistence, Persist- I think yeah. patient. Patient yeah.
1: is another skill you need to have. Absolutely, because you usually stop working on something mm-hmm. when you don't see the short-term results. Yeah, and that's Absolutely. actually yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, so now reaching this far. Okay. Reaching this far and looking back and saying, I'm going to go back. It's too far to go back. <laughs> 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 I am as well continue. Mm-hmm. Even me and my co-founder, David, uh, we talk a lot. And, you know, it, there is a lot of work that we've been going through. Even Hector is also part of the team and we're, we're helping each other. Is, is that you look back and you say, I'm going to go back. It's too far. Why just, just, just continue? <laughs> you understand? Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah.
1: Lovely. That's a lovely sentence there. <laughs> you know, Saeed, initially you said, you know, how can I talk about 90 minutes about this podcast? And you know where we are right now? Uh. Two hours and 25 minutes. Wow. <laughs> that's like a football game, extra time wow. <laughs> and penalty. <laughs> All in one. Wow, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Thank
0: you so much, Saeed. Thank you, Daniel. Thank,
1: Thank you, you for so having much.
0: me. Thank you so much. I Appreciate it.
1: Okay. Thank you so much. So this was Said. What most inspired me is his way of turning negativity into positive energy. Any trigger which causes any shaking in work or life plan empowered him to turn this into his benefits. You can find more about Said on his business website at ww.myersystems.com. On his LinkedIn profile and on Jira Sharsha Entrepreneurship Center website at www.jira.ae. I put all links in the show notes. All right, a tech entrepreneur with the passion to transform an entrepreneurship ecosystem with the mindset of never losing hope. So folks, who else do you want to hear? Leave some comments. What did you like most from this podcast? Which chapter of other entrepreneurs, athletes, innovators, or change makers do you want to hear in the future? Leave some comments or drop me a message on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at bydaniellotrig. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. For the folks out there, just a quick update. In the next weeks, all podcasts will be uploaded on my website with each recording split in highlights. So you can call it quotes, which are kind of a great summary of each long conversations find all these quotes summarized in an overview it's like a summary for everyone to get a brief inspiring and motivation boost by listening to the whole recording throughout the week during the commute at work or even doing sport at least that's what i usually do <laughs> no podcast is made for long distance runs endurance sports where maybe a two-hour conversation is filled with a two-hour run so listening and learning from others while exercising And that's just what I do. So I would be keen to know when and where do you listen to this long conversation podcast. All right. Look forward to your replies on social media. And I hope to see you soon in the next recording. Just don't forget. Never give up. Always look up.